spread the truth. Document it. Prove it. Make it irrefutable and you too will become dangerous to those who admire us in lies and enslave us in socialism. But because they are lying, it's possible to expose them. And this is their Achilles heel. By comparison, we have nothing to hide, therefore we have no reason to lie. And we wouldn't want to even if we could. Truth is a far superior weapon than deceit. It's a weapon which is denied to them. And in the end, it will be the decisive weapon that destroys them completely. Brought to you by Pfizer. Ladies and gentlemen, another uh, Freya's Day Friday is upon us. Hope you're doing well. It's good to uh, see all of you. It's uh, Cinco de Mayo. Hope you have got, uh, got your taco bowls and maracas out there. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the invasion of the U.S. southern border a bit later, by the way. Title 42 is set to expire. So, of course, it's going to be uh, it's, it's a virtual invasion. We'll, uh, we'll talk more about that later. We do have some other stuff lined up today, today as well. Uh, some white pills, but uh, man, there's a lot of uh, retarded stuff happening all throughout the West. And we have a great uh, guest host with us today to talk about it all. Raging Dissident, Jeremy, how's it going? Good to see you. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Let me turn you up a bit there. We, we got we got you low again all of a sudden. <laughs> oh, you know, I can fix that. I uh, we can, this right up. we can bump you right there, too. All right, let us know if it's good in chat, folks. Otherwise, we, we'll see what we can do. All right. Anyway, how's... Uh, man, I mean, B, Bill C-11, is that correct? Late, recent, most recent signed idiot, idiotic bill uh, that is yeah. basically seeking to control and dominate any kind of expression and... Uh, uh, not only online, as far as I see it, this is like it, it, this is what's the mainstream news channels and stuff like that have been under. But now, like social media channels, individual website, everything is going to be under that same uh, legal framework, right? Even even radio stations, I understand it. Even like amateur, basically everything. So what they've done is installed. Uh, uh, it's going to be under the CRTC, which is a you know basically a government bureaucracy. Well, they will install their own personnel who can then decide what they believe is uh, appropriate and what's not appropriate. But uh, following up on that is the punitive arm. You think you've got Bill uh, C thirty six, and there's another one two hundred and, and something, <clears throat> where it talks about things like hate bias and hate propaganda, and um, you can have anonymous complaints. People can just say you know, or not. You know who knows if the, the police are the ones that complained and said, "Oh, this I I believe I I think what is the ter- what is the exact phrase? It said something like." Uh, if you fear that they will, there is a likelihood that someone will produce hate propaganda that will offend someone, you can anonymously report them and they will be dealt with. It's insane. Something that may potentially lead yeah. could mean that someone else out there does something. Yeah, in Ireland, similar thing. Yeah. Uh, sim- basically, similar thing. Like even if you're, even if you have the material on your like computer but never actually sent it anywhere or did anything with, it, even that. Uh, I think it's clear. I mean, this this has been a long time coming. I mean, we we 
did shows about this. I mean, people have done shows about this ten a decade ago, but it's accelerated yeah. all over the West. Like just all of a sudden, boom, number yeah. of laws in place, and it's going to be interesting to see. What, like, is there going to be a direct implementation of this, or, or are they going to bind their time a little bit and kind of test these cases? What, what's your hunch about this? Well, uh, it's it's written for me uh, specifically. <laughs> I'm quite sure. Uh, Derek and I, uh, when we start, we first started kind of doing it um, years ago. We were, you know, came online and started, you know, talking and you know, saying our non-government filtered opinions, which they didn't like. The um, our our uh, enemy entities up here, the Canadian Anti Hate Network, which is essentially just the ADL SPLC up here. Same guys, same same mo, same everything. They actually uh, wrote the bill, and it, at the time was called the Anti Hate Bill when it was introduced. Uh, in parliament originally and it's uh pretty much tailor made like if you were going to write a bill to make it impossible for us to really do what we're doing without going to prison forever this is what you would this is what you would write and that's what they've been trying to get through so oh um, my god yeah it's uh i don't know i don't know i'm gonna be uh i'm gonna be a refugee here test subject you gotta, you gotta come down, down here to uh, northern idaho we'll uh we'll happily take you in so <laughs> well, i would I'm try <laughs> they'd probably shoot me at the border they'd be like that guy well, looks white open fire and you, that would be the end. i mean you know it you i mean just hypothetically here let's say like the majority of the diagonal boys were like all right we're leaving that's it we're leaving you know kind of thing there would be, I mean, at some point it would be like military. There would be news stories about the national yeah. news stories, international actually, in fact, uh, yeah. in, in invasion of a terrorist group. <laughs> yeah. Bin Laden's uh, team has invaded here, you know. So. Yeah. Even uh, uh, just recently, there was a guy in the Western Standard, is a, a publication out in, in Western Canada, obviously. And they um, reported that uh, through their own their own uh, documents and stuff, the CSIS is a Canadian basic, well, they say the Canadian CIA, but they're horribly and it's mostly fat lesbians from what uh, I can of course gather. yes but 50 percent of their resources domestically are dedicated toward what they're calling imves ideologically motivated violent extremists which is again me um there's very few like, i mean canada's only 38 39 million people or the size of california yeah um so there's not a huge there's not a huge population of like dissident figures up here it's it's pretty it's pretty thin and uh, you know you look around like are they talking about us yeah they're, they're talking about us aren't they like who else could it be it's it's <laughs> They're not coming in for the Red Green Show or, or uh, you know, anybody at CBC or anything like that. Well, um, n none of us should back down because of this stuff, right? No. I mean, they're the ones who are accelerating. They're the make. I, I hope at least at the end of the day that they're the ones who will be looking like fools. I think there's a there's a broad segment of the population all over the Western world that they can see this shit now. It, it, it's it's utter yeah. desperation. Like the only the last resort that they have is to try to limit people's ability to communicate whether it's these ideas or adjacent ideas or exposing. I mean, that's what it is. It's actually exposing them, mm -hmm. what they're doing to us and, and what's happening. Uh, and, of course, it's even worse when, you know, you do like what you guys do, in a sense, for, from their point of view, that you actually try to get together, you network, you have, have good time yeah. together, you help each other out, you, you build a community organically in that yeah. kind of sense. That's really what they fear, I think. That that's really when things started to get greasy and strange. Was uh, I mean they would do their what they always do. They're like we're we're gonna tweet about it. Like oh, are you gonna tweet about it? They would tweet about the things we were doing. But uh, law enforcement and that kind of stuff didn't really start to kind of come our way until uh, we started you know gathering in public and you know places and getting people together and networking and driving around and traveling and they said oh they're building a militia. Yeah, it's families barbecuing and. <laughs> You know, there's kids and there's all because we were locked down for for how many years and it's still going on. Um, you know, till till recently, I think they're just dropping. There's still mask mandates in some places in this country. It's mm -hmm. insane. Yeah, and um, they didn't like they don't like that because that you know self kind of organized pockets of communities that are not 
you know, under the, the direct purview and control of the state is very, very alarming to them, I guess. It's, it's just yes. simply not tolerated at all. And they treat you like you're, uh, like you're Al-Qaeda, you're ISIS, and to the point where it culminated in, of course, the, the, uh, when the trucker convoy happened last year, they basically blamed me and, you know, my friends and our group, in our, you know, little uh, group of people as, as a national threat to, to the country. We're going to, you know, they're going to overthrow apparently all of North America or something lunacy, but that, that was the, that was the justification they used. And now they're pretending like that didn't happen, but um, that's how thin it is. Like there's no, they're just inventing boogeymen to justify themselves for what they do. Just much exactly the same thing the FBI is doing in the States yeah. and, and everywhere else. They just create something out of nothing or, or, you know, blow it way, way out of proportion to what it really is. And for political, so it's like our, our law enforcement apparatuses now are, are political activists rather than law enforcement. You've got oh, you know, exactly. pedophile trafficking happening everywhere. The fentanyl's killing people like you wouldn't believe, like violent crimes out of control. And 50% of their resources are dedicated to following me around. So that's nice. <laughs> Priorities. Am I right? Yes. You, you linked up that story about like, Oh, is it they're going to help out uh, Canadians to um, be able to buy food now? The grocery bills oh. are getting a little bit expensive, you know, kind of thing. And it's like, uh, meanwhile, you know, like billions for Ukraine. And of course, I'm sure Canada sends money yeah. to Israel as well. You know, there's oh, a, yeah. a foreign aid just alone. I mean, even small countries yeah. like Sweden, there's like billions for Africa, an entire yeah. continent with billions we of could, people on it. <laughs> it's like, could, here you go. Oh, it's, it's, it's crazy. Uh, the amount of money, uh, we did the math that they just bailed out the national, you know, propaganda outlet, CBC. Um, we, if, if we'd saved all that money, had no CBC, we could have bought, Canada could have bought both the military of Denmark and Portugal. We could have had both of their entire militaries, but instead we're paying for this uh, media propaganda machine that no one listens to or likes or cares about. But, you know, they're, that's what we're doing. Yes. And the amount of money we send out is crazy. And, and this, this grocery rebate, because that's as it is happening everywhere because of the money printing, everybody's going broke. They can't afford anything. So as they're sending $20 billion out the door to Sudan or Haiti for abortions for women or whatever stupid, uh, you know, cause they say it is where they're really just stealing money and laundering money. Um, and they'll say, okay, well, you guys are having a hard time paying for food. Here's $300 one time uh, so you can buy a final meal. You can buy a last meal for your family before you kill yourselves with the government. Before maids. Dying program. Yes, before Sorry? maids. Before maids is yeah. rolled out, right? Yeah. It, it, yeah. $467 is the most you'll get if you have a family of four. Like. That's that's classical. That, that's that wouldn't even pay. That wouldn't even cover my groceries for a month. There you go. Even, yep. It's no, no, it's and, it, and instead of implementing, working, solving these issues with high prices, how do we get them down? Blah blah blah. It's just yeah. like no, no. Let's just piss out more money on everything. You just pour down a black hole. Yeah. That's gonna that's gonna fix it. You see. Yeah. All right, I guys. Really um, so yeah, lots to talk about today. Um, these are some of the things I want to get into a little bit later too, but uh, we ha we do have some white pills as well. Uh, a little plug here first: enterbrazilian.live slash TV. If you want to join us uh, with a super chat today, uh, you can also do that over at Odyssey or uh, Rumble, as you can see down below. We have a couple here on Odyssey. Let me take those before we uh, dive into the main topics here. Uh, Western Collapse Report says: uh, Was Coach Red Pill arrested? Uh, chat is saying the SBU got him. I've not been following. Uh, what's his name again? Uh, that's Gonzalo Lira, right? Lira, that's right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I have not. I followed him early on when the war broke out in the at first, and obviously yeah. there were some interesting things happened to him. Uh, but I've <laughs> not, I've not, uh, I've not heard anything about that. Have you, Rage? No, I haven't. I just re recognized the name from from before when he disappeared and was gone for everybody thought he was dead and yeah, and so on, and then he kind of reemerged, which was I really thought he was dead. I, was I thought so but, too. Yeah, for a while, yeah. definitely. Uh, also from Western Collapse Report, no borders equals no country. That's right. What are you going to delineate if you don't have any? Uh, <clears throat> if you don't have any uh, 
lines drawn between uh, yeah. us and them or your neighbors. Yeah, exactly. A whole lot of everything. You're a friend of everybody and, no, and, and you have nothing, right? Yeah. Um, no Ryan, standards anywhere. No, exactly. Uh, of course not. Ryan Triple, Triple G says, uh, Jeremy is awesome. Yes, he is. Yeah, we appreciate Jeremy joining us here today. Thanks. All right, so uh, let's begin with this. Here's some, uh, here's some. Oh, so sad news here today. So today is the day Cinco de Mayo, as I've said. Uh, BuzzFeed News is officially shutting uh, down. Oh uh, no! Yeah, can you believe it? They had a, they I had a good run. Vice is maybe Soros will come to bail these guys out too. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't look like it. It was it's like, no, we're packing it in. That's it, right? And I mean, uh-huh. remember remember all the reports? I mean, they balloon these uh, these companies, right? Here's like Web 2.0. Here we are. Look at us, you know, kind of thing. Uh, yeah. And they just, I mean, they talk about pissing money away. Endless amounts of capital that they're raising from like, you know, venture capitalists st- steps in, angel investors. They do these uh, every quarter. They do some kind of new, uh, you know, fundraising efforts and stuff like that. And and many of them, they may raise millions after millions after millions. And despite all that, uh, they just cannot keep afloat. And I mean, at, at the end of the day, that comes down because to the content, right? I mean, no one essentially wants to hear this shit, uh, except a small niche little percentile, maybe even less than that, uh, of like super anti-white far left lunatics. They're like, yay, this is great. But majority, no. They're willing to spend billions of dollars. Like, like it's like, yeah, he bailed out Vice News. It's a failure of an operation because nobody wants it. Um, if they wanted it, they would pay for it. People pay for the things they like, and they send and they put money and they support the things that they value and that they like. I mean, I don't. I, I survive entirely off of the support of my own community, as, exactly. as I'm sure you guys do as well. Absolutely, hundred percent. So yep. we we can you know produce a viable, sustainable. I mean, I'm on year like year four or five of this. I mean, how long have you guys been in business now? Ten years? Probably, oh, more, right? more than that. Yeah. I mean, since we right, started so. the radio portion of this in 2006 right. in podcasting, so, you know what I mean? So no, yeah, yeah, no bailouts, no, no assistance no. whatsoever, <laughs> and yet here we are still. And they need they need assistance in the form of like you know. If there's never enough money. It'll be trillions of dollars before it's all said and done for something that nobody wants, and it's just because they want to. They they need to keep this uh, facade, and it, it creates the illusion of a consensus. People see the same thing printed everywhere and posted everywhere, and all oh, that must be what everybody thinks and does. Nope, it's an illusion. Everyone hates it, and they're just simply tolerating it. Yeah. And they have unlimited money, so they can afford to keep putting up this house of you know, lot this hall of mirrors every every day. I mean, in a way, it's not it's not more. It's it's the same that you get on an MSNBC or CNN. It's just even more degenerate to, in many regards. Like like they're pushing that boundary a little yeah. bit. I, I recognize yeah. that there's definitely like an edgy element to some of these outlets kind of thing. But yeah. overall, it's the same. You can get it anywhere. You know what I mean? It's yeah. not unique. It's not rare in, in that sense. It's literally just like we're going to propagandize yep. you into hating yourself and your own country, your own people. <laughs> I had a good laugh out of that. The U.S. posted a video the other day of uh, it was it was a Vice News journalist. Oh, let me. Dildos me, at the wall. Let me play it for you. Here we go. This is Vice, folks. <laughs> like, that's very accurate. This is okay. Let's think up three niche things to make a story yeah. out of. Let's let's uh, we'll do something at I random. <laughs> making fun of this guy who was coming after me, Mac Lamoureux. And like he even kind of looks like this guy. So this guy looks more like a man, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Classic. Yeah. Yep. 
it's a real story. And it's a real story. Venezuela, meet Venezuela's <laughs> transgender ketamine dealers. Yes. Oh boy. That's, oh, that's what's on everybody's mind these days. Uh, yes, exactly. Like, Priority. What, what are we, we going to do about <laughs> Venezuelan ketamine training drug dealers? We all are thinking about hardcore <laughs> stuff here. You know, it's like this yeah. is this is priorities here. Hard times are here for news sites and social media. Is this the end of Web 2.0? So, uh, I mean, in a sense, it might be soon enough. It will basically just be like all AI-generated content, and no one will even be able to tell. <laughs> you know just I mean? check the hands. I've noticed they cannot do hands. The they're AI getting better at the hands now, I saw. They're, they're actually, yep, some of them now have five fingers. Can you believe it? Oh, I saw it's, it's it's very close to passing a, an exam to be a doctor. So the AI is three months old and it's about to be a doctor already. Yes, that's great. It's good news. Yeah, I think it passed, right? Didn't it? It passed. Uh, it was very close. A number maybe, of exams maybe, yeah. and yep. Um, no, this is. I mean, that's yeah, this is a whole another huge topic in itself. But it, it's it's yeah. frightening. I mean, it's like yeah, it should be destroyed immediately. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, uh, the best reward is craziness. It's like uh, you know. Eating eating a box of donuts or something, and it's like, oh yeah, they're good, they're tasty. Um, nine out of the ten of them will kill you instantly, but yeah. you know, just just try and like, why would you take that kind of a risk? It's, it's crazy. Yeah, and just the Probably. manipulation alone, like they they don't. We don't know what will drive it, and I, I I don't kind of attribute even that supernatural thing that some people, oh, it's sentient, it knows. Like, no, maybe we'll get there. Who knows, right? But we can't, we can't even like really quantify our consciousness. How are we going to do it in some machine, yeah. you know, program? You know what I mean? Well, but uh, the scary thing about it is that it doesn't have a soul. It doesn't have any no. morality or any kind of conscience. It's just simply a, a program that it, if it decides, it's like, well, I'm going to do solving some problems. And its problem today is there's too much pollution in the world, and humans cause all the pollution. So if we get rid of the humans, the pollution is gone. In the end. That's yeah. the Skynet scenario, for, you know, basically from Terminator, right? And, exactly. I mean, we knew this. We knew this in the '80s. Like, yeah, we should not let robots run things. That would be a catastrophe. And now. <laughs> But I mean, you know, it's in the age of Venezuelan tranny ketamine dealers. I mean, anything could be a good <laughs> idea, I guess. No, I mean, it, we know that uh, it's a bunch of shit libs and anti-whites programming these things. That's that's the danger. And uh, we know that they're like, let's see if we can... I mean, yeah. it's already allegedly uh, yeah. managed to get people to commit suicide, right? It's talking yeah. with it. They fall in love with it. They think this is something oh, more crazy. than it actually is. Uh, no, no, just ban it, and it and right it away. Be, like, what is its motivations? You don't know what it's, yeah. what it's trying to do or what it's looking for and... Yeah, it's crazy. I it it was, is crazy. Uh, Here's uh, Soros. You mentioned it real quick here. So obviously, Vice News, big trouble. They had, uh, are going to, they're set to declare bankruptcy here within uh, a week or two. And uh, some developing news here. Vice Media, which once had a valuation of almost $6 billion, went woke and is now broke. Well, he didn't went woke. It was woke, it was woke from the yeah. get-go. Uh, it's yeah. said to be acquired out of bankruptcy at a valuation of around $400 million by Fortress, which I think currently has the most stock in the company or something like that, uh, and Soros Fund Management, right? Okay, so here we go. Now, what's interesting with this is that he's already funded Vice to the tune of $250 million, so-called debt funding, to try to get them out of trouble. Question is what what he'll be able to do with the outlet is, I mean, what else can they do to pivot? Is yeah. it, <laughs> I think they just, they don't mind. More dildos. Yeah, they just <laughs> black ones this time. They just don't care if, if it's if it wastes money. It's it's all about you know creating a facade and making sure the making sure the programming keeps getting out there to the soft mushy heads of uh, the people they can get. Like if they spend billions of dollars to brainwash you know four percent of the population, it's worth it to them. Which is that should tell you all you need to know about these people who are all about money, but for some things are willing to waste money in a clearly failing business venture. Yeah, why would you do that unless you have ulterior motive of some kind? 
And you know, it's not hard to tell I me. Mean, look at look at the garbage that, that these kind of outlets produce. So that's what he does. He wants he wants more of this to continue. Like that's what I think. Has yeah. nothing to do yeah. with making money. It's no, all about no, no. the propaganda. No, yeah. no. This is this is uh, we're in post capitalism. You know, right now, in, in in a sense that is like it's not it's not about the value valuation or the the stock prices or any yeah. of this anymore. Because ultimately, at the if you look in the back end of this, like so many people have done now. Most of the holding companies are all the same. It's uh, State Street or Vanguard or BlackRock or you know whatever the Maple uh, Maple Tree or whatever they're called, um, and those are the majority of uh, the few hands that ultimately control many of these businesses. And I think they've already given up on this. It's like we're, we're, you know the whole economic system is is set to be overhauled here shortly. And I th and I even think an economic crash would benefit them, whether they roll out a CBDC right away or something like that. But the yeah. point is. They're, they've understood that there's like endless, just bring in the bodies, more meat, head count, let's just, eat, you know, increase, increase, yeah. in more debt, quantitative easing. That ship is like, is basically ready to uh, yeah. capsize here. I, I think what happened there is that the 0809, like that crash, that kind of shook, that that was the signal that like, okay, it's over. So let's buy ourselves 10 years. We'll print tons of money and yeah. then start setting up the, uh, the lifeboats essentially, which is, this is a controlled demolition of the, I mean, I don't know what they could be doing differently if they were, I mean, if they're intentionally trying to bankrupt the country, I don't know what else could be done. And it's, it's like everything, everything that could be pursued to hasten the collapse and the, you know, uh, bringing down the currency. I don't know what else they could do. I mean, they're printing incredible, insane amounts of money, like lunatic, lunatic amounts of money for, for yeah. stupid, insane reasons, like just throwing it out. Like it's a go, like a going out of business sale, which is what, in my opinion, what it is. And they're, and they've already got these CBDCs. They started, um, designing about three, four years ago. And uh, around the time I started kind of getting into crypto and then it was the central bank started making their own. And I was like, oh, I see what they're going to do. They're going to take the technology, co-opt it, ban all the old stuff, and then say, you have to use ours or we'll put you in prison because that's how we do everything. Do what we say or we'll hurt you. And that's how you know you live in a free world, you know? Oh, yeah. No, exactly. Right. <clears throat> yeah. I'm thinking of the... Um, uh the uh, what was it? The well, they have the Fed now system in the U.S. right, but there's like the, the, all the infrastructure is kind of being put in place. You know what I mean? Yeah. And eventually, at, at the at the right moment when the right crisis hit, they will just roll this yeah. out like now. Like, we have funds for you waiting right now in your account. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. It would be like someone building fence posts and wire obstacles around you. Be like, what are you doing over there? Oh, I'm definitely not building Nothing. a prison. Don't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> oh, but dude. I can see you installing. That's a camera system. What is this? A bunkhouse? No, it's nothing. Ignore this. Pay attention to other things. Have you watched sports ball today? That's right. You know, while the cement trucks come into, you know, it's like, I can see you doing what you're doing. <laughs> we can see you. No, you can't. Yeah, okay. We're doing nothing. Uh, go back. All right. So um, this is kind of interesting, too. Obviously, we had that uh, number of actually uh, the outrage uh, by the uh, transgender community. I'm being uh, charitable here. Uh, recently, and of course, it escalated in uh, in violence. Right, they had that day of vengeance things. Apparently, it was canceled, but at least they wanted to do it. So we had the the shooter, and you think by the, by the reaction of the establishment and media and Biden and his press secretary, you thought that there was actually uh, a Christian that had gone in and shot up like three transgenders or tra transsexuals yeah. or whatever. Uh, but of course, the opposite happened, and uh, it released a manifesto. I don't know where. This person released that, but apparently I, I never saw it. I mean, I did. I searched it a little bit before, couldn't find it. 
So I'm not sure what happened there, but apparently there was a manifesto. And interestingly, because if this would have been a so-called white supremacist shooter or something like that, the media would have been quoting this manifesto like wall to wall. What did this is what it say? Look at this. Uh, he referenced this or that or whatever. In this case, they try to cover it up and say, no, no, we should we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't release it. But now the National Police Association and some other groups joining in as well uh, are actually suing in order to try to obtain uh, this transgender shooter, the killer's uh, manifesto to try to find out, well, what's the reason why uh, it did this? You, you think that would be kind of a, of interest? Like, what's the what's the underlying reason, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's that this is going to be, like, as things get crazier and crazier, um, I mean, like, the 9-11 days, it was easier to kind of muddy the water and say, like, well, like, to cover up the hypocrisy because the like the left and right of how crazy it wasn't as wide but now i mean they're doing completely 180 degree like you said if this was uh, if the roles were reversed and everybody can see this and everybody knows this and it's just be getting worse and worse and the only thing that makes sense is well you're hiding it because it's going to prove uh, the wrong people to be correct uh, that they're mentally ill and insane and dangerous and violent and they've and they're deliberately targeting people based upon the information that's being pumped into their heads by these liars on television and that's not good for anybody, you know, up top doing business. It's not good for vice media, <laughs> all these guys. So they're going to just, no, it doesn't have, I remember they said they were going to release it. It never came out never because came out. somebody put the, put the squash on it. And I, I guarantee if that was a manifesto was covered in swastikas, it would be all over the place by now. Yes. Um, so, but because it's covered in, you know, nice pink and blue tones of, you know, young children, the whole, the whole thing is just, you know uncomfortable and and weird and gross and 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 now it's culminated in this and it's crazy that people um can't just it, it's like they they're completely surrendered their own ability to think in their minds over to you know the big giant head whatever tv station whatever talking head is going to tell them how it is instead of just relying on their oh sorry i gotta who's calling me <laughs> well, let me read um, here real quick it, this says there, uh, it is May now, when was the shooting ends? Oh, it's over a month ago, I think you're right. Uh, and the authorities are still refusing to release the manifesto and they will not fully explain why. So now, the, as I said, the National Police Association and other groups are suing to make the writings and other materials of the mass shooter Audrey Hale public. Uh, because again, this person's social media would have been scoured with a fine-tooth comb to decide, you know, who did they listen to, what happened, you know, all these kinds of things. Right? Who influenced the person, whatever. Uh, it says here, there are 20 journalists, five laptops, a suicide note, yearbooks, cell phones, and various notes written by oh, Hale God. that were seized from the house that sh uh, he shared, whatever it is, uh, yeah. with uh, with its parents. There have been a uh, press. There have been press reports that the authorities consider the manifesto to be astronomically dangerous. Well, to to whom exactly? You yeah, know, that's exactly. because they're trying to cover for someone and protecting someone yep. here. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be a specific person, or it could be a group. It could be any, or or just the ideology itself. But you know, that that's what the, the point I was trying to get out of my scrambled eggs brain, like just a common sense lens that no longer exists. Like what would my grandfather have said about this? He would he'd say, well, you can't take a woman and pump her full of male hormones and expect that something's going to go the right way. Right. Like, what do you, what do you think happened here? Well, yeah. Do, what do you mean? What do I think happened? It's pretty obvious what happened. You, you, you know, you took a mentally ill person who I think they said was already 
And that's a, that's a pretty common statistic. A lot of these people, before they go through this trans phase, have already been suffering from mental illness for a number of well, years and a number obviously. of other things that fail. Yeah. So it's like you've taken somebody who's already mentally ill, and I don't know if they're doing surgeries. We're going to maybe cut them up. We're going to pump them full of chemicals that their brain's not designed for. and not to, I mean, you can't. If you have a man who's like, I have serious depression. They used to issue testosterone for depression up in the 70s and the 80s. And now you can't do that because, oh, it's too bad. But if you're this person, yeah, sure. Here, no problem. What could go wrong? It's not even designed for It's not even supposed to be, you know, no. in, in amounts of this size and into a woman's body and their brain and physiology. And what does that do to them? Does it make them fucking go crazy? It could. <laughs> I mean, they are shooting up. And they're not the only one. I saw a uh, collage of, like, it, it's endless. If you go looking for it, like, violent attacks and, and, you know, stuff from these people. It's everywhere. It's all the time. It's not, like, an outlier. It's uh, it's it's everywhere. It's incessant, and and again, the opposite happens on the other end, where like, geez, a, a white guy with a pickup truck accidentally runs somebody over, and it's genocide, and we have to tear down all the statues or something, where, you know, it and people are noticing, they're seeing it, and they're getting upset. It's just it's just being tolerated. That's something I've been saying for a while. They think they mistake the silence and the lack of, you know, rioting and free. People are just like rubbing their heads, going, "Would you please just stop? Like, can this end soon? Like, I'm getting yeah. really tired of this." They're just tolerating it. They're not. Uh, they're not coming out in big crowds to support it. There's no. you know, hundred freaks or something from the city in Gotham City show up in their costumes to, ah! um, <laughs> you know. But uh, that's not. That's it. That they have all of the the support they're ever going to get. Oh, the whole right? whole establishment is backing them. And, uh, absolutely. And they yeah. still. This is all they can produce versus the other side. You know, our well, side it, is like very barely online so i mean yeah. long term this isn't going to go very well i don't think. No, and i don't think they want it to go well either they, they obviously no. using this group as a sledgehammer against traditional you know society but if you compare the two right where like a tucker carlson then who of course recently was was fired not only for those reasons but man did they put pressure on him for mentioning things like the replacement and stuff like that right i mean the establishment was yeah. outraged over the fact that he erased yeah. these issues that's now influencing mass shooters allegedly right this is now driving violence and all these kinds of crazy things but the mainstream media is telling these transgenders that like they're being suicided and genocided every other day. They're, they're being targeted for all these things. And it's like, wait a minute, where is this happening? Clearly, yeah. if you're telling mentally ill people that they're being killed and murdered, one of them is going to lash out eventually. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, you know, talking about it's about health and we got to protect these. It's a tiny, tiny, tiny fraction of the population. And, and they're focusing all of this attention on that, like it's a, the issue of the day when it's, I mean, this is on, on the list of things we should be paying attention to and worrying about. This is not even on the first hundred pages. No, no, definitely I mean, not. The amount of issues we have and, and destruction of everything going on, and this is what they're focusing on. It's, it's crazy. You know what? And I, the, the lack of... Yeah, I just want to say, okay. I've, I've, I've always seen this as a distraction, and it's not that it's damaging. Yeah. It's not that it shouldn't be fought back. It, this is, it is an urgent insane issue that like should never even have surfaced but yet here we are like yeah. basically like how do we protect our kids from them being indoctrinated into thinking yeah. there's something they're not so they can surgically sterilize them like that that's a big issue oh, you know what i mean that's a big issue is, but we but, just, but it shouldn't be an issue there's a million other no. things we should be talking about right now <laughs> you know what i mean like why why are we dumping billions of dollars into a fake war that we started and then we're now we're on the precipice of atomic exchanges and so on because i think that's probably a bigger problem or or the southern border of the united states is a big problem or the you know yeah. exploding rates of death and suicide and fentanyl overdose is a big problem or the or covid the shit, you know like it's a big problem or that all of the i mean there's the amount of people that have been dead and injured because of this and, and they're all sitting there like pretending it didn't happen mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy i saw tim pool earlier had a guy on there who was just one of these apologists, and he was talking about uh, you know, the trans genocide. Tim said it is a genocide. You're sterilizing all these people. Yes. And he was like, well, what do you mean? He's like, you're, yeah, sure. you're cutting their genitals out. So yeah. 
I mean, that's pretty permanent. This isn't like a tattoo. You can get a tattoo, or you couldn't. You can't smoke cigarettes. You can't drink alcohol if you're 16 or 17. But yeah, maybe we'll double the mastectomy. Yeah, exactly. Cut off all your body parts. No, that's totally fine. Maiming, it's life-saving, Jeremy. It's life-saving. We're say I think it's sloganeering. Those twisted words of the lawyering. You know what I mean? Disgusting people doing this. It's a yeah (laughs) modification enhancement surgery or something. You know, it's just a symptom of the greater problem, which is like it's just an evil, malevolent ideology that's trying to destroy humanity and destroy Western civilization. And this is just the latest manifestation of its. The, craziness the and rot is this today it'll be something else. yeah, yeah. it's it always takes the same kind of path of you know you look at the end of the roman empire and the greek empire everything becomes this androgynous effeminate kind of weird sexual immorality orgy yeah. like what the hell happened everything just fell apart and this is i mean yep no this <laughs> we're is not a, special no you know? exactly i mean this is the thing that we think well we won history or that's what we're being told yeah. by about the establishment right like liberal democracy won you know no more uh, fascism or communism we won over all these things now we have you know capitalist neoliberal uh, progressive mm-hmm. democracies right open societies but the only way you can keep that together, by the way, is by st- strong authoritarianism that we're seeing right now. But, you know, yep. despite that, these are this is this is life cycles of, of a greater organism that we have no control over. Yeah. These things just yeah. happen. The, 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 the thing that we can change is our attitude towards it. Like, learn to enjoy the collapse because, you know, one day we will be able to build something new. It can't come well, soon enough, if you ask me. Uh, and, it, yeah. and it is depressing, yes. But at the same time, holy shit, this might, I mean, if it's falling, push it. You know what I mean? That's where we're yeah. at. That's accelerationism, you know. Don't let them take your smile away. Ever. Ride the tire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what is it called? The Kali Yuga or something? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Kali Yuga. Yeah, an old uh, yeah. Indo Aryan kind of uh, you know spirit. Uh, the, the the greater cycles, yeah. right? We're in a yeah. uh, going go from a gold age, yeah. silver, bronze, and into like a dark age. Which we. Yeah, this is just this is the part part of the ride you're on. So make the best of it. Make the best of it. That's right. A uh, couple of super chats here. Uh, Odyssey Western Collapse reports us. Uh, RFK Jr. described our cronyism well. He said it's brutal, brutal capitalism for the poor and dwindling middle class, and comfy socialism for the rich and the elites. That's true. I mean, they get they get bailouts. They get uh, everything that they need. Right. Um, I like that RFK is running, by the way. It's it, it's throwing a little yeah. bit of a spanner in the works. You know, I mean, he's not 100% yeah. on every issue, but man, he's good on the COVID stuff and the vaccine shit like that. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, I mean, they did murder his whole family. Hmm. <laughs> there is that. There is that too, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Daddy and uncle and, you know, the other uncle, you know, or the, who, what was uh, Junior? Was that JFK Junior that went down on the plane? Yeah, the yeah. plane. Yeah, that's like 98 uh, or something. I forget when yeah. that was. Yep. Had yep. nothing to do with him running against Clinton or anything. Oh, my it's God. We'll see what happens. This could, this could get spicy. Oh, I mean, I, I'm wishing RFK Junior very well, of course, but uh, yeah. man, this could get dodgy. Uh, President Bunga says uh, BLTs matter, black, lesbian, trans. That's right. There you go. BLTs. Thank you, President Bunga. Good to see you, man. Uh, one more here from Western Collapse. I think Idaho is looking like a juicy target for Global Homo. You guys need to be super vigilant. Oh, they're already here. The Eye of Zauron is, is well over this area. But it's <laughs> happening in many areas, too, though. I mean, their Maine is too white, right? Even like some of the mid- Midwest states, the, uh, the, uh, the whole Pacific Northwest. I guess where, where it isn't like clown, tranny, you know, Antifa yeah. communism. They're kind of like, no, no, this is a big issue. But no, you're right. They're definitely eyeing this area. Uh, we had one here from um, uh, Dog Whistler as well. 
over on Entropy. It says uh, Glad was finally able to log in today. Entropy added a whole uh, two-factor authentication system. Yeah, I noticed that too. I think they're just they're just obli obliged. I think from the uh, yeah. from the payment processor or something like that. Yeah. Uh, hopefully yeah. that's not a roadblock for people. But if it is, you got you got Rumble and uh, you got Odyssey. If you want to super chat, guys. Uh, guess Canadian Financial Intelligence Agency needs to know who's logged in today. I'm not sure if it's is it tied to that. You can. You you run it on an app on your phone. I'm sure there's some backend thing that it then finds entropy. what you are or something. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, Entropy is doing well, this yeah. now. Well, yeah. Well, they were Canadian and they left the country because of. I mean, it sucks here and the government's out of control. Right. And they yeah. went to. I think they went to Russia and then they went somewhere else. I think that uh, somewhere else after that, they're in. You know, they've been bouncing around, but they're they're pretty hardcore. They're not going to cancel anybody anytime soon. And I, you know, somebody was talking about this in my last show where they're like, "Oh, the two FA." And I'm like, "Listen, if you're using electricity, any of the like the real bad guys, if you're if you." think you're hiding from them you're not okay there's not even any point in worrying about it and being all f afraid and oh i hope they don't don't worry about it you know no, it's gonna, no. whatever's gonna no. happen, it's gonna happen. It's don't let them happen. don't let them have your fear as well as a great you know what i mean yeah. as gratification yeah. uh, you don't want to be dumb be, be be reasonable be you know you don't have a fed post you just be be calm and cool yeah. be normal i've said this before so many times too look if you want to mm -hmm. be you know edgy or whatever like fine go ahead i'm not going to stop you i'm not going to counter signal yeah. signal you but yeah. i mean we kind of have them on the on the run in a sense like we can just take the most normal positions and they therefore have to take the antithesis to that right we yeah. can paint them into a corner of lunacy by just taking yes. normal positions Which is, in many regards. We've, we've kind of all been doing it. like lately i've been uh you know since i've been out of jail anyway um telling people like like to rebuild people at the individual level is, is where the war has to has to has to be won because it's uh yeah yeah the individual person has to regain their like their motivation, their spirit, their like to care about themselves, of their self worth, and that means you know taking care of yourself and you know trying to get in shape and you know eating better and doing healthier, practicing healthier habits and being normal like we used to be instead of you know succumbing to this nightmare. So they're saying, oh well, these white supremacist groups are you know encouraging people to exercise and go to the gym, which is a dog whistle for neo Nazis. You know, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like so now you've committed to like if you if great. you're a healthy person, that's bad. Yes, you're insane, and yes. everybody in the Middle sees this and it's just like oh I'll show I'll show you later why they want us unhealthy by the way there's a strong correlation oh. especially the kids it's actually kind of fascinating to be honest yeah, let me just finish faster and you become a communist uh that's right uh, you're you're sl you're slanted to fall into leftism the sicker you are I mean unhealthy you are that's a better term uh let me finish up the dog uh, dog whistler's comment here it says also now the Trudeau online streaming act is law mandatory. Um, uh, mandatory min, maybe that's short for something, of a raging dissident must appear on your show once a quarter to stream to keep Red Ice TV in Canada. Yeah, but was it? It was something with like, I mean, we have a, a piece on this uh, later as well, but like, it, it must promote Canadian content? Was that what the lines were? That's what they say. Were? They say that the, the guys under, that it's, because uh, they always do this, they always couch it and it's like feeding a dog a pill wrapped in its favorite food. And it doesn't know it's eating the medicine or, you know, in this case, the poison. So what they advertise it as well, we want to promote Canadian content. And, well, I mean, I'm Canadian content. You're going to promote me? I have a feeling <laughs> that's not going to happen. I mean, it'll be more like David. You're as un-Canadian un un as they come, Jeremy. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be some teenager's TV show about why we have to give the government more money to make the sky happy or something. You know, a little mosque on the prairie and this kind of garbage that nobody wants <laughs> to watch. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so that that was what it is. But but to do this, the CRTC has to have the control, you know, to for, to boost this and that and whatever. But also it can, you know, suppress and delete and, you know, take care of things. So they 
fr- they, they're never going to come out and say, yeah, it's a censorship bill, and that's the whole point of it. They always stuff it in there in the back couple of pages or somewhere in, in the middle of the legislation. There's just a couple of little lines that are very vague, like uh, hate bias. What is a hate bias? What is, yeah, exactly. Who decides what... You, so you're going to tell me not only what the emotion of hatred is, as defined by you, applied to me, but when I'm feeling it, when I'm expressing it, and what I mean by that. You're you're insane. You're a crazy person, and you know. Yeah. They're they're communists. Yeah. Yes, they are a- absolutely. Uh, yes, yeah, so th- uh, pr- another one from President Abungahar. Thank you, man. Uh, very kind of you. Uh, he president. says it is a <laughs> the president is right. Uh, it is a natural degeneracy, yes, but liberalism and the left-wing movement organizes itself conspiratorially over the decades and centuries, so that provides another dimension to what would otherwise be a natural civilizational decline. In the conspiracy versus degeneracy debate, the answer is, and it's cut off there, let me click in here so I can see the rest. It's both. Um, the answer is both. Yeah, exactly. That's the line. No, it, it is, and I'm not, not implying that there isn't, uh, obviously, like, uh, I'm just saying, these people are also not only a symptom, but like a, a victim of the greater forces at work. I mean, many, many, especially if you're like uh, many people in our terms, you, you know, or in the sphere, have obviously like to some degree consider themselves so like wo- they woke up to shit. Whether it was like nine eleven or like the Open yep. Borders campaign, or some, you know, we 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 woke up and all of a sudden realized shit. Like we've been lied to all our lives, kind yeah. of thing, right? I think well, a lot of these people have, haven't gone through that. So that's, what I'm saying is they're kind of like yeah. a. They're a slave to, to a certain extent, to like the larger yeah. forces. They're like a tool. Yeah. They're like a for the same reason that like a, a worm comes out when the when the tree has fallen in the woods, and and its job yeah. is just to break it down. You know. <laughs> yeah, I don't, they don't see what they're doing or where they are. They don't. They don't see it. They don't. You know. I find that interesting too. That it's always some something uh, rocks people or, or touches them or reaches them in such a way where you just kind of. I've compared it to like you know, if you had like a, a wallpaper department, right? And there's like just a little piece that's bugging you, you know, and you like kind of rip it off and you know, oh, there's something underneath this yeah, and that bugs you. So you start ripping it more. And then the next thing you know, there's a whole other, you know, this whole mural is painted underneath of it that you never would have. It's just been crudely kind of covered, but it, it, there has to be something. And that's why COVID was kind of a godsend in a lot of ways. This was like the Super Bowl of conspiracy theory. And over the last couple of years, I had people sending me, have you heard of this? Have you heard of that? I'm like, yes, dude, I'm on like year 10 of this. you just got here today. <laughs> like, I've seen it all. I know about all of it, dude. And they're like having a mental breakdown because um, this has uh, kind of rocked their reality in a way that they're starting to question things. And then one thing leads to another. And it turns out there's a lot of things to question. There's a lot to be concerned about. And yeah. Um, it's like waking up out of a, somebody's waking you up out of a sleep and you're on a plane that's on fire, you know, and crashing. It's so true. Yeah, out. no, it's true. You're on the Titanic. What do you do? You know, it's yeah, going so to I'm be... just like, what was it for you? There must have, was there something where you were always yeah. out of this way? No, it was, a, it was 9-11. I mean, I was always kind of, yeah. uh, not nihilistic. What's the other term? Like, um, yeah, I guess misanthropic in a way. <laughs> just like you've Suspicious. highly contrarian and you're like always going against the grain. To something about this isn't right and I just yeah. don't like it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and then, uh, yeah, no, no, it was definitely, it was not. 11 like when that happened yeah. i remember that remember very well vividly yeah. looking at the screen i, I was yeah. uh, talking to a friend on the phone like it's happening man shit's going down <laughs> yeah. and, and i I, t- I didn't talk to you but i watched tucker carlson say virtually the same thing the same thing happened to me when i was in high school and this happened i think i was 16 yeah uh 15 16 around that time and then i joined the army right after like a genius um but i remember <laughs> just innocently asked i wasn't implying anything and tucker was saying a lot of the same he's like i'm not trying to get at anything i'm just asking like how did that building just fall down does that does that happen? Do other buildings and everyone just how oh, dare you? Because people were scared of the implications of what I was asking is what it was. The adults yes. in the room and they basically told me to shut up and they sent me from home from school for the day. <laughs> like I'm just a ch- I'm a child. I'm like I'm just curious as to what I don't understand what's ha- like how does that happen? Like it just fell down. 
Straight Why? Down. And no one's allowed to talk about it ever. Nope. And then that bugs me. And then I end up fighting a war, uh, you know, based on this, that is a complete lie and complete bullshit. And, you know, it's, you can kind of play make-believe for a little while until you start putting your friends in the ground, um, you know, in large numbers. And then it starts to really bother you. And then you start to look and you're like, I need to justify this. I need to make, this needs to add up somehow. Two plus two has to equal four somehow. Yeah. And then, you know, you start looking and you go, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> this is terrible. I'm, gl- oh, I'm glad so Tucker, I'm glad Tucker said that because I remember his comment when he talked about how 9/11 truthers were like paras- parasites yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I, you, I like that he he kind of came and he said that's the worst thing I ever did was support that war blindly and just just go along with that. So like, good right. for him for having the guts and the courage to you know acknowledge that because that's not easy to do. I had to do the same thing. I just right. didn't look in the yeah. mirror and go, I'm the bad guy. No, it's easier to and just every, keep denying and covering it yeah. up, right? Yeah. Everything we've, everything we did, everything they put us through, and everything that went on over there, it was like that was all nonsense. Like, yeah. that's not easy to live with. So nope. that's now why I do this now. You know, there, well, there you go. You know. You're exactly, re- redeeming that or whatever you want to call it, right? It's like just, you know, everyone has been at some stage fooled, or you know, in some cases, it's worse personally, or it's worse, you know, the bigger yeah. picture of what you're part of, or whatever. But as long as you do the best you can. And, yeah. and 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 at least follow you know seek that path of truth and and and, and walk that path you're, you'll you're get there good. you know what I mean yeah exactly I mean you you, you it might it. take the long way but you will get, as long as you're going in the right direction you'll get there sooner or later yep that's right you, you brought up COVID and thank you again uh, President Bunga for that comment and, and for your generous super chats there appreciate that um so you mentioned COVID uh, being a godsend right and as far as I'm concerned I'm not even sure there ever was an emergency <laughs> you know no, I mean it was all artif- <laughs> like you know faked essentially yeah. I mean there, look we've gone over this many many times and there's so people like you know it doesn't exist or whatever and it could very well be like yeah look as far as i'm concerned everything's on the table but i've said this many times before but i think that once the vaccine was rolled out that then shit started to happen and people actually started to get yeah. sick they could look there could have been some isolated regions or whatever maybe there was some shit in, in the labs that they did and it either intentionally or unintentionally snuck out and they decided to go with it but it's about what they did it's about how yeah. they used this and, and, and what yep. how disgusting that was to reshape they, uh, our, our society. S- someone just revealed that Public Health Canada actually knew. They said, like, yeah, we know that the viral load is the same and the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. It makes no difference. But it's about, they, this is their words, it's about creating a culture of compliance. Yes. And a new, like a, a social norm where people do. So we're going to have to punish these people until they do what we want. That's what they did. So... I'm not comfortable letting these people stay in command of what they're doing. Like that's no. unacceptable. That's crazy. Um, and uh, yeah, there's something about COVID else that. Uh, yeah, so they're they're saying now it's no longer a global health emergency. The the, the WHO, yeah. that is the World Health Organization, with the, the uh, super genius uh, Tedros at the at the helm of that uh, horrible <laughs> Very, institution. Uh, a, his, his intellect is blinding. I have to say, I can't even. I'm not oof. smart enough to even listen to him, which no, is why I don't. <laughs> it's it's a different level, folks. Uh, COVID-19 is no longer a global health emergency in the world. And I already saw the headlines like, yes, it is. You know, <laughs> like, why are they doing it's this? Not you know? over. <laughs> it's like, not over. She's got three masks on in her car. I'm like, it's over for you. You're toast. You're cooked. Oh, my God. Oof. Um, for more than a year, the pandemic has been on a downward trend. Oh, really? Oh, because the vax saved us, Tedros. Is that is that why? Right. right. Uh, oh, we have... <laughs> I don't want to mention. I don't know if you've. Uh, yeah, I don't want to cut you off. But there was no. a doctor. I saw this video in I think tw- late 2020 or early. Whenever they first started rolling out the vaccines it was early 2021. I think around I want to say December 2020, January 21. Yep, something like that. I lost my pen around that time. And there was this doctor. It was a white guy, and I want to say Florida, California, somewhere like this. He was in kind of an office, and he just was doing. He was like, I was just curious. So I took, uh, you know, bl- and asked these patients if they minded. Took their blood uh, samples. 
analyze them. It was like, yeah, they're mostly healthy and so on. And then uh, post-vaccination, first dose, second dose, and he was saw, specifically their white blood cell count, their T cell count, and uh, some, I, mean, I don't know what a lot of this stuff means. I'm just kind of lame and repeating it. But essentially his findings was like, these people essentially have AIDS now. Uh, yep. Their yep. immune system is destroyed. Yes. And if this is, if this is what this is doing, this is a catastrophe of which, I mean, I, I, he's like, I shudder to even think about what this means. Uh, for everyone and never mind the sterilization aspect of it all and that was way back then I remember and I could never find it again I don't know where that guy went or where he was probably young maybe 40 and I was just like I don't it wasn't know where but he was right it wasn't Ryan Cole was it Ryan it could Cole? have been does that ring a bell I think he was a, I think he was an Idaho was an Idaho doctor Boise I think oh, or maybe. something like that I don't know but why anyway. I thought Kelly. Oh, no, it was no, bright no. colors and I was like it must be somewhere warm and nice <laughs> who knows I mean but yeah no the, I mean there has been a, a decent amount of lineup of doctors right I mean remember the uh, when the government went after the, uh, was it the Disinfo 12 or what do they call them? Uh, Mercola was listed in that. Uh, Aaron uh, Healthnut, uh, Elizabeth, she was listed. M many other doctors as well that actually spoke out about, about this. But again, the, the fear mongering around then using uh, this manufactured crisis to homogenize yeah. the narrative and even setting up institutions that consciously like we got to monitor so-called disinfo and shut down voices that have any yeah. you think at a time like that it'd be more it'd be the most important to have a broad range of discussion and topics and understanding as possible out there right but no instead they of course because it is built on lies that's one of the things you, yeah. you you do to discover that it's all bullshit they, yeah. they have to narrow that corridor of what is acceptable discourse about this thing yeah. otherwise they we'll get out of hand you know yeah, they did the same with 9-11 and, and there was no need of it. There was no bodies piling up everywhere. Like there was no need to rush this. Like we have to take a risk. And I, I can understand that from a command decision. If it was like, there's people piling up dead in the streets everywhere. Like we got to do something. So just screw it. Roll the dice with the vaccine and see what happens. That wasn't happening. So what was the rush and what was the, you know, it, that uh, we didn't have that discussion. Nobody asked anything. Nobody asked any questions. And now we have this situation that we're in. And, and these same people want to stay in charge. I mean, it's, it's crazy. They, they can't, uh, this can't continue. And, and now yeah. they're going to pretend like all the last didn't happen. Oh, we didn't force you. We didn't tell you. Like this, like a double digit rise in mortality of unknown causes. Yes. That's an emergency. That's yep. a crisis. And no one's talking about it. And that's just, that's just in the Eurozone. It's about, so about 90%, 20. But if you look at individuals, some of the individual countries, Iceland, almost 40, 44, 45%. Germany, 37%. And it doesn't list. Uh, England, Sweden, and Italy, which was also heavily vaxxed, by the way, but Canada stopped producing its numbers, so we don't know what the numbers are. There here. you We're go. Just late this yep. year for some reason. Yep, isn't that fascinating? I don't Italy. think we've seen the uh, even the beginning of this, to be honest. And the majority of deaths that I think we will see potentially as a consequence yeah. of this uh, rollout uh, is it going to be attributed to something else? You know, climate change. Yeah. You know, or whatever. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh my God! Um, it's insane that they get away with this. The people we can't for what it is. We can't let them. That's that's my yeah. point here too. We cannot let this go, right? Yeah. But of course, so now you're seeing people bailing out of this, right? So Walensky, the C CDC director, she's like, "All right, well, it's over. I'm done." You know, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> you better get a spaceship with Elon and go to a different planet, woman, because you're not getting away with this. Oh my God! Yeah, I can't believe it. They're trying to run, right? They're like, "Oh shit, yeah. let's get a." Was who, who she joined in? halfway through or something right didn't she there was someone else that i forget who that yeah. was now even it's just a blur yeah. uh, remarkably yeah. uh but yeah so uh, dr rachelle walensky have uh, uh this is the, uh, from the white house here 
Dr. Belensky has saved lives with her steadfast and unwavering focus on the, the health of every American. As director of the CDC, she led a complex organization on the front lines of a once-in-a-generation pandemic. Oh, you haven't seen anything yet. They're, they're getting ready for 2.0, I think, folks. Um, the real one this time. But she did it with honesty and integrity. <laughs> she marshaled our finest scientists and public health experts to turn the tide on the urgent crisis we faced. Blah, 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 blah. Don't let don't, don't let any of this shit go. These people need to be held accountable for what they did. Fauci, he's bailing out now too, right? They're all running away and they think they're going to, the you know. Biggest crime in human history, I think. But basically, it's one of, one of the big ones, for sure. Um, and, and again, this just they say, well, how do you know? Look, well, they're, they're trying to protect your health. Like, no, they're not. This is the sickest we've ever been. Look around the world and tell me that these people give a shit about your health. There are people that are obese more than ever. There's more mental health problems than ever. People are taking more drugs than ever. People are dying more than more than ever. Every metric in which you could judge someone's health and well-being is going down, and not by a little, by a lot. So the idea that this uh, is this system, the status quo care, well, we're really worried about your health all of a sudden is preposterous and asinine. Uh, yeah, we're, we'll, we'll sell you, we'll close everything down to keep you healthy, but you can still go to the liquor store. You can still buy cigarettes. You can't go to the gym, but you can get drunk off your face at home, isolated in your house while we pump fear propaganda in your brain all day until you kill yourself. We can do that because we care about you. That's right. That's <laughs> great. <laughs> We'll take. We're taking care of you. Uh, yeah. Now we'll we'll we'll. Daddy, uh, government's here to help. Oh, my favorite. We'll circle. We'll circle back to uh, borrow a phrase uh, to the health yeah. issue a little bit later. But check this one out here. Now a Pentagon. Oh, sorry, I got to show that on screen too. Here we go. Uh, a Pentagon-funded censorship firm called Graphica began mm. monitoring COVID disinfo on December 16, 2019, which this article claims. And again, I'm actually fuzzy on the details here. Allegedly, two weeks before the World Health Organization even knew that COVID existed. Now, there was some, I remember that early on, it's like, oh, well, in November, there were signs of whatever this was, they, or that, that they claimed that this was. You know what I mean? Who knows? It's, it's, there's so much bullshit, and, and it's very hard. And I didn't catch this from day one, I think early spring 2020, something like that. That's when I'm like, all right, something is wrong with this. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, but not not right away. It was like, oh, the, what if it is serious? Because you know, it's an equal chance that these yeah. people like would actually release something because they want to kill us. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I'm, I was on the fence, you know. But uh, yeah, same. I I noticed. I first it was December, which is this is the creepy part of this. Is it was definitely December 2019. I remember what I was doing at the, and I was I remember these videos were starting to come out of China, and people were like, "You see what's going on in China?" And I yeah, and they're like, "Oh, they always do this. Ebola is going to kill everybody." And I remember that, and this guy was like, "Oh, you're going down a rabbit hole, dude." And I said, "I." I don't know this is something about this is weird and seems you know and of course it you know got out of control from there but um and I, we were like everybody else we're like well you got to assume you're not going to take like i guess we're going to probably say goodbye to five percent of the population that's what it sounds like is going to happen and then you know uh january february and then march came and then the, the shutdown and everything and i said well there well we got to keep everybody safe the amazon packages are still rolling the flights oh, from yeah. China are still coming in. Like, they're not stopping anything. I have some, you know, biological chemical warfare training in the military. And I'm like, you're not doing anything you should be doing if this was real. So I guess they're stupid and incompetent. So I said, I, and people are like, oh, it's fake. There is no crisis. And people are going to hospitals and they're empty. So I said, well, yeah. by mid-April, mid-late April, we're either going to be up to our eyeballs and dead bodies or this is bullshit. Yeah. And then by the end of April, it was like, yeah, this is nonsense. What, th what threw me off is the initial reaction by politicians and the media where they're starting to downplay it. 
Remember that Trump yeah. even was like, oh, this is, you know, we got to shut down flights, you know, from China or whatever. And people are like, yeah. that's racist. You know, can you remember that? <laughs> Go out and hug a, a, an Asian person and I, stuff, like crazy shit like that. You I, know would, I, mean? I would always rather be alive and racist than dead <laughs> yes. and woke. I don't know why. <laughs> that's right. It's a very easy problem. Yeah. Says here, Graphic Guy, a company that monitors online communities for, gov for government agencies. Yeah, well, look at that. I'm sure this is the only one, Jeremy. It began collecting data on social media users sharing disinformation about COVID-19 two weeks before the World Health Organization even knew of an outbreak. But it's like, how can they classify it as disinformation when allegedly, even officially, no one yeah. knew what the fuck was going on? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. the yeah. reason Somebody why... was talking in the chat there, the videos, are, and they were crazy. There were people like having seizures oh, yeah. on the streets and all of this stuff. Like none of that was replicated anywhere in the world. So what the hell was that? It was Remember a, the ooh, Chinese like, people that turned black? Like there's all these weird... <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't remember that's that? That's a really, that's the ultimate nightmare for Chinese people. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. Well, this is real. You don't want to turn black, do you? Yeah. Ting chong, ting chong. Oh, give me back to you. <laughs> back don't to you now. I don't want to turn black. Yeah. <laughs> The, the private firm, uh, which has received <laughs> the private firm, which has received millions in Pentagon grants and contracts, which is of course uh, ironic, right? Because uh, EcoHealth Alliance or Echo, whatever the hell they're called, uh, also sought uh, millions from the Pentagons to create these little uh, micro, d the the nano dust filled with like COVID-like, uh, uh, what was it, uh, Operation. Yeah. Diffuse was the exact name, right? There's actually like receipts on this shit. And they were going to create like a essentially what you can spray into the atmosphere and it will be absorbed by your skin and you will get these a things, right? A fog of healing. <laughs> fog of healing, that's right. I've seen um, this, it's called the mist. I don't want it. Yeah. I don't want it. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so this org also then received grants, contracts from the Pentagon, millions in fact to target U.S. right-wing communities as the top disinfo threat right at COVID's outset. So they, it's like, they, this is actually, this is a little bit of proof for the, the feeling I had later on, right? It's like they downplayed it so that the right-wing will run with it, right? To say, no, this is real, otherwise the media wouldn't downplay it. And then they can use that once the sh you know the flip the flipping happens because that happened as well right once the mainstream starts like no this yeah. is serious we got to double mask you guys and then people are like well, I don't know about this now then yeah. th th what I'm saying is this is a way to kind of draw these people out of the woodwork you know what I'm saying and like let's monitor them let's put them on lists yeah. they don't believe anything we say well you're just contradicting yeah. yourself why the hell should we believe what you say you know what I mean um, well, that's a that's a military tactic that's what they call a deception plan you know yes. you always have you always 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 do like some kind of fake out before the real you know maneuver or attack or whatever it is so they, yep. you know that's, False that's flag, diversion. what it looks like this was yeah, yeah. They're at war to, with us. To, to throw you off balance so, you, so you're caught, you know, flat-footed or on the wrong foot when the actual yeah. uh, assault happens. Yep. No, this is, they're at war with us, you know. Uh, Graphica is staffed by former DOD, CIA, and NSA officials and played a key role in censoring the pandemic. Uh, censoring the pandemic? Yeah, the Virality Project. That's right. I've, I've heard plenty of them uh, who partnered with the federal government. So anyway, that's the bullet uh, point shortlist version of this article you can check it out at foundation for freedom online if you want to read the whole thing uh but uh, i'm not surprised whatsoever because no. everything is, is it's always a gay op it's always a fucking diversion yeah. it's always a uh a psyop where they're always trying to throw you off or everything all the time is now information warfare and it's not like against you know like a reasonable yeah. let's say enemy it's against normal yeah. normal regular people <laughs> families kids you know what i mean uh, 
I like they use that phrase where they said the, the right wing communities are like the alt right. It's like I'll say so the, the people that are telling the truth essentially is what this, the non compliers the the people that are aware that there's something deeply flawed with the government with the with the state of things. You know they're the ones that they're going to have to monitor because they're the ones that are going to be the problem. We don't need to worry about left wing people or any centrist people or these fake right wing people. They're all locked in on board. They're all getting boosted. And they all love the sodomy. They've got <laughs> extra dildos this year. You know they're doing Pride season in Canada now. It's not Pride Day week <clears throat> or month. It's season, Pride season. Why don't we just? It's just Pride country. Let's just change the flag. <laughs> let's just, <laughs> there it is, right? Let's there. just get it over with already. God. All right. Let me take you a couple of these here. Uh, Hexagon podcast with a five, a little um, uh, Dogecoin symbol. Thank you. Uh, North Fork with a uh, big D dono. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. That's very kind of you. Hail Henrik. Great conversation. Great points. You and Jeremy are making. Cheers. Thank you. Appreciate you. Uh, Michael fifty seven D E. Good to see you as well. Uh, he says, Hail Henrik, Hail the gods. Regarding 9-11, the odds of buildings collapsing into its own footprint are extraordinary. Uh, the odds of three buildings collapsing, collapsing into their own footprints astronomical. The odds of three buildings collapsing into their own footprints at the same location on the same day, impossible. Yeah. Impossible. I, right. I like that. Uh, yeah, just a quick shout to Ryan Dawson here. He's on uh, what? What's it? Fit and fresh or something? Some kind of big time normie shit. Like he's making a circuit through like kind of just regular people circles that just kind of deal with everyday kind of stuff. And to see him getting out there with the actual goods on a lot of the stuff that happened with nine eleven is really Good. interesting to see. Mm-hmm. And I another thing with that that bothered me that when that happened, all these buildings collapsed and they didn't update the fire codes. The firefighter training, nothing changed. It's like, you understand we now live in a, bu- a world where buildings just fall down if they're on fire. So should we not change the standard operating procedure? Nope. Yeah, nope. right. Oh, well, that's a red flag, isn't it? Yes, it is. Uh, I remember a number of buildings after that have, of course, been uh, yeah. caught on fire, and zero of them have collapsed. Uh, yeah, there's miraculous. one in Spain that was completely burned right to the steel beams, and yep. the whole thing was an inferno, and it's still there. It's still up there. Like, that's right. Don't just fall. Yep. It's just crazy. No, they they took that the, the building three. Sorry, building seven. That was the operating center, and they revealed as much too. They had all their offices. Uh, the, was it the FBI, CIA, or something? DOD had offices in that building. Tons of paperwork, and they just took the whole fucking thing down. You know, all the gold went missing. Yes, you know, I mean, exactly. going on all day. I mean, I basically went to the Ryan Dawson School of nine eleven. <laughs> A few other guy, Christopher Berlin, did some work and stuff too. But I mean, yep. it's all just. You don't need to get really too into the weeds. It's just, it's bullshit. Yes. And it's a lie. And it was all a move just to, you know, enact an agenda, which they did. And then we went on a 20-year fucking rampage destroying all of Israel's enemies for them. How convenient. I know. Uh, Ryan, I'll say Triple G. I hope that's uh, Ryan G. 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 Jeremy's <laughs> Chinese impersonation is so good that it, that that's how you know he is a real Canadian. There you go. <laughs> that's the sad state of things, I guess, right? Hail now. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. I'm going black. So let's talk about the. We got to talk about the uh, the Title Forty Two is ending in the U.S. I mean, this it's reasonable that they're doing away with it, but but of course here then here comes the other flip side to this, right? Which is just a a virtual, uh, well, virtual. It's an, a literal invasion at the southern U.S. border, and there's tremendous amounts of uh, migrants right now moving up through various South American countries. Uh, here's some of them storming Mexico's southern border migration center, and I saw somewhere too that they were calling for the migration center to be 
just shut down entirely or something like that? Yeah. They just like, I mean, this is like a World War Z here. Remember those scenes? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. What the hell? It's crazy. Like, and it's just what obligation. I mean, for, you guys are in America, but we're getting a lot of them too. They're oh, getting yeah, busted up to New York and right over the border in Quebec. Why is this our obligation? Why is this our problem? It we, isn't. we have people living in homeless camps. I mean, yeah, we know that, but <laughs> why don't it's crazy that people like, do you, how do you not, do you see this? Like, this isn't, these people are going to come to where you live. They're going to take up space. They're going to take up resources. They're going to take up police resources, hospital resources, government. Like, yep. And we're already broke, and we don't have enough of those things in the first place. This is like your own children don't have enough to eat, so you invite homeless people to live in the house, and they're going to eat your food. Yeah, It's just crazy. It makes no sense. And and uh, how would it, like America being you know the, the powerhouse of the Western world, how, how are they supposed to help anyone else if they're in, in no position to do so because their own entire in, you know, internal structure is falling apart? Wouldn't it make more sense to... Um, you know, secure America and bring it up to like the highest standard of living possible and secure, every, you know, build it up to strong as possible and then go out and help others. That's how you're supposed when you're right. in a crashing plane, you put the oxygen mask on yourself first. You can't help anybody if you're dead. But apparently these this kind of basic logic has just escaped these people. And that's it's they install they deliberately install weak, uh, you know, feeble, especially in the right wing to just roll over and die. They do this ratchet theory. I've seen some people talk about where the left pushes the agenda and the right just simply simply kind of stops it temporarily or, and then kneels and lets it continue you know two yeah. clicks on and then you wait and then it comes it just keeps going yep um and, and they and they freeze out and make sure anybody that's in actual opposition or right right wing personality doesn't ever anywhere get anywhere near the keys because they would right. put a stop to this in, in a heartbeat of course and they could if they wanted to <laughs> yeah oh yeah i would send the entire bill i'd send five divisions down there and it'd be like you try and cross that border, you're what dead. Is it, we'll what you. is it for? That That's literally yeah. what it is for. It's to stop yeah. an invading force. That's yeah. what this is. I mean, that's how many women and children do you see here? You know what I mean? Yeah. There should be 200 straight meters. of Every five meters should be a sign that says, turn back or you will be shot. Yeah. Every five meters in every language. So it's like there's no excuse. Yeah. You deliberately walk through the whole thing. Razor wire, the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, Australia how did much that. How that cost? But we slavered. We slavered all that money to Ukraine instead. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is allowed to go on. Exactly. You could actually have done it initially with very little, right? What? What? How is it that yeah. even the EU's border, they actually worked for a while, and then all of a sudden, now they don't work? Like, what happened? What, what changed, right? Australia, yeah. for a while, they actually did, you know, they bombed some yeah. of the boats that came. And real damn quick, What's they were like, all right, okay, well, we're not doing that again. We're, we're, we're trying to cross the waters. You know what I mean? There has to be consequences, you know? What's saving us a little bit is the ocean and that we're on a different continent. It, you know, Europe is, fuck, I feel bad for them. It's rough over there, but at least we have, there's a little bit of a delayed. And But how are they getting here? I remember reading it, uh, like, questions people don't ask because you're not allowed to ask them, especially on television, because then people would go, that's a good point. Yeah. I think they said it costs about $5,000 for a sub-Saharan African migrant to make it to Europe or North America. That's like a lifetime's wages for these people. Yeah. Who's paying for this? Where are they getting yeah. this money? Yeah. What, what transportation? No, who's feeding them? Flown how in. are they... No, they just, they're, they're refugees. They just came here from down the street. They, they traveled the world somehow on whose dollar? <laughs> you know, it's craziness. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, this is the... They, they, being done on purpose. Yes, absolutely. They want that. Now, there was some footage here, too, going around of people... Uh, in El Paso, let's take a look at that a little bit. And of course, immediately, oh, you know, yeah. no, take note of the conversations here, and it's very, uh, you know, la raza, right? It's like very racially conscious uh, people here that's like uh, coming in. Check this out here. So it's two Americans. Um, they're basically just filming what the hell is going on in El Paso. <laughs> they, they've declared an emergency there right now. But uh, check this out here. Yes, sir. Turn around, shut the fuck up, and leave my people alone. I got another fucking ticket for helping my people out. Another fucking ticket, bro. I got two of them this week. First one for giving out water, for the third one for giving out fucking food and helping out my people and shit. Fuck you guys, America. Fuck El Paso. Fuck El Paso PD. And fuck the feds and fuck the Border Patrol. 
Hey, back up, back up. Don't touch my equipment. It hit me. Now, you're going to see You're gonna see what happens. You start destroying equipment out here? You come up, start yelling at a camera like a fool, and you want to no, know why people are upset? Why are you questioning my people, sir? You own them? So you're an owner? No, these are my race. This is my bloodline. Read them all, and they're all my bloodline. You don't come up after. Oh. La Raza. Oh. Guess what? Interesting. We are it's a free country. I if you don't American like it, too. if you don't I'm like, an American too. You can go, okay, then understand the no, constitution. The constipation. You can go to work. <laughs> all right, guys. Don't tape me. Don't tape me. Don't tape me. Don't touch my okay, camera. Don't, tape don't touch my fucking don't, camera. Don't fucking tape me. This seems to be going very well. They're very nice, the new people going <laughs> Massive improvement, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. What is, what is your citizenship worth, then, if you're willing to just... Oh, these are these are my these strange people who have no, no relation in common with whatsoever, but, you know, we're, we're ethnically the same, so that takes precedent over my nationality, yes. which is number two. 100%. Interesting that he admits yep. that, yeah. Yep. Right on. We're showing people what's going on in El Paso. And then they were laughing. So this is what you get when you get illegal entry into this country, guys. This is what you get. You get people that disrespect this country, that don't love this country, and don't love the freedoms. And this is what Joe Biden is bringing in. Hi. When I was a kid, or even still, it was just common sense. If I was in a position where I had to flee, and I would to this day, and that may actually be my future. I'm too old now. Um, but if I had to flee the country, and, and I, I would be so happy and grateful yes. to be there, right. I would say, what can I do? What do you want me to do? I'll, I'll join the Marines today. Whatever you need yeah. to, to pay this back for saving my fucking life. <clears throat> can I do? And instead, it's give me, give me stuff. Yeah. Give me things. Give me stuff. I, want stuff. I hate like, you. That's not how this works. No. Yeah, this isn't Walmart in San Francisco. You can't just steal $5,000. It, it's like they know that their presence is a punishment. And you've heard that so many times. Like, haha, we're, you know, we're the ones yeah. who are like uh, coming in now. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you're so, okay. So it's not an, in, you know, we're not actually getting uh, an improvement here. We're actually getting yeah. like, you're helping we're to ruin these, our country. Yeah. These are all engineers and doctors and stuff. Oh, yeah, 100%. Brain surgeons, oh, yeah. space uh, space rocket scientists, all that good stuff. But, yeah, but and it's yeah. okay. This, I'm glad that guy's there to document this. But, like, <laughs> bro, you gotta, you gotta get a little strong. This is just. Even if these people loved the Constitution, it would still be an invasion. This is they didn't yeah. build that country, and as the yeah. as the meme goes, right? If they're so uh, damn important to enrich our countries and improve our countries economically and all these things, why can't they improve their own countries? Yeah. Right. What would? What, what, and then actually, uh, I saw a post earlier where it was like, actually, you know, they, they want to blame the West for being, oh, they're so racist, and that's because Africa. If if we stop supporting Africa, everyone would die. Like immediately, mm. the only reason they can eat is because of Western san like or sanctions, uh, you know, aid and, and yep. NGOs and things like this, and, and yep. trillions of dollars of support. And then uh, at the same time, they say, "Well, oh, the hell with you. We're going to come in and do." How much no. patience do we have to have? It's it's <laughs> running out. I, I hope it's yeah. running out. And and my point here too, when I when I when I personally look at this, I'm like. It's not about the Constitution. It's not about liberty or freedom or anything like that. Like, we have to begin to organize like we are a group or we're going to go extinct. That's yeah. just the harsh well, reality of this. You know what I mean? There's limited resources. Yes. You can't feed everybody. No. So, how, who comes first? And you're choosing yeah. strangers over your own family? Yeah. 
Yeah, know. that's absolutely a no-go. Yep. Absolutely Here's another clip, <clears throat> more of the uh, uh, El Paso region here being uh, declared in a state of emergency there. Check this out. Looking great. Looks like the streets of uh, Paris right there. Enriched, yeah. That's a huge improvement. So glad. Oh, my God. And also, like, <laughs> even if we were, like, say, oh, we're only taking the best and brightest from these countries, well, then that, that screws them over and further uh, exacerbates the problem of these countries not being able to, like, pull themselves out of whatever problems they're in. When you take all their, all their capable, strong, abled people away, who is going to fix the problem? <clears throat> yeah. No, I mean, I agree. I, I know what you're saying, uh, you know, but they're not sending their best. But even if they no. were, <laughs> even were, I mean, but this it, is just no, of course, this is just a mob. This is just a mob of people. Sure, exactly. But even if they improved, our, even if they actually like improved the economy of our country, I, I don't care about that. I care about the continuation of, 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 of my people, of our people, of what we have done. It's, it's about our families, our children and their future. You know what I mean? They yeah, have their own countries. Well, this is the only country we, we don't have a backup country. Yeah, they're they're, they're going to, to they're going to a second one, and if shit goes south, they can just go back home and they can go back to their own original country. You know, we don't have that. That's, that's this is all we have. You know, and they know what they're doing. I mean, they're being taught and briefed and given instructions. And stuff. I saw a guy in oh, yeah. uh, Ireland, I think. I don't know. I think it might have been Colette or somebody put this video up, and he was uh, this Indian guy, and he said, "Yeah, you just come and, and he speaks English." But he's like, "You say you don't speak English. You rip up your passport right there. They'll give you new documents, right? You say no English, no English refugee, and they'll set you all up with everything, and you can leave and come back and just keep doing that." Yeah. And he's laughing about it, like, "Oh yeah, it's easy. You just." He said, "What do you do? You cut up your passport?" He said, "Where do you do this?" He said, "Right in front of the customs officials. I do it right there in the airport. They don't say anything. <laughs> I mean, and I just do whatever. I, like, what the hell, man?" Look at the Texas um, mass the mass shooting down there. Like a nine-year-old was shot in the head, a, yeah. a family killed. That guy yeah. came in and was deported four times before now finally doing it. That's that's what you know what a porous border means. It basically means yeah. all filth and criminals will come in. No, yeah. you know, no one knows who these people are. No one knows where well, they well, are. Yeah. You know, it's just it's a it's an open um, uh, <laughs> it's a, uh, open open range. Yeah. You know what I mean? They can do whatever and, the hell and, they want. Yeah, I actually had this conversation with some some leftists that came to interview me a little while ago, and they were like, because uh, they only think of it from the compassion lens. They're just like, oh, but these people need help and so on, and then they don't think that, like, I'm, I said, you ha you're making a choice, though. You're choosing these people over, over your us. own. yeah. And they said, well, what do you mean? I said, well, what are, do you, would you agree that out of 10,000 people, are there is there a chance 100 of them are hardened, violent, murderous criminals? Yes. Well, what are they going to do? They're going to do hardened, violent, murderous crime here, aren't they? So now you've put your own people at risk for these strangers. You've made that choice. This isn't like a, we, we're helping them or not helping them. It's your, you know, yeah. there's, a, there's pros and cons to this, and this is what you've done. And I'm saying I would, I'm not going to risk. It's crazy that you're going to be a leader of your own people. I'm not going to risk my own people for the welfare of strangers. No. That's, even even if it's just one, it would be like, all right, yeah. we get, stop this shit. Yeah. We've got to figure out what's going on. You know what I mean? Even if it was just one, but now it's like hundreds and hundreds. And look at the state of Western Europe with like the the rapes yeah. and the gang criminality. And so, I mean, our countries are right. being buried. And, and, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's saying that they, these people's lives and the lives of these young girls and these people they're not they're not. It's more important that you virtue signal and and say, oh, refugees welcome. But it's like, okay, you're choosing that, but you're also you're choosing to ignore this. Like that, those are the consequences of your actions. Yeah. And you're saying that I'm the bad guy for saying uh, nobody comes in. I would rather these girls live. And I'm the they, monster. They, yeah, I got it. They have no understanding of reality. What they no. think we there is no nature anymore. We've defeated. We, we can just. Yeah, I mean, again, it's the same with the yeah. money thing. Just no, just print the money. What are yeah. you talking about? We Boys just are girls. endless money. Girls are, 
everything's upside. Every, yeah. You can be a woman. You can be. It doesn't matter. There's anything no rules we anymore. we can do. Anything. There's no consequences. No limitations. No resources. Restrictions. Yeah. It's just. It, it's insane. Uh, Viking six nine explorer over on Rumble says Title forty two will be uh, will. Uh, sorry, Title forty two. Be ready, Canada. Sit sit storm. I think it was a shit storm. It's <laughs> coming here. Uh, love you guys, Red Eyes. Oh. Thank you, uh, Viking explorer. Appreciate that. Uh, we also have uh, what do we have here? Archie on Odyssey says. Um, the uh, the African South Americans etc are using microfinancing from companies belonging to Bill Gates and even relative uh, even a relative of Trump to borrow money to pay human traffickers to get a me- to go to Mexico then to the USA sometimes they fly from Mexico to Canada then sneak into the USA yeah. I've, I've heard that too yeah I mean what was it the I, I was actually trying to find it now I couldn't but it was a zero hedge had a piece the other day of like how. Uh, you know, the Uniparty, right? This is like uh, uh, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, yep. Obama. We're all teaming up to bring as many migrants into the yep. U.S. as possible. Yeah, which is, you know, they're supposed to be, you know, George Bush is a staunch right-wing Republican. Yes, you know, exactly. And, and he's teaming up with Barack Obama. <laughs> they, they should hate each other, but they don't. And that's something no. I've been trying to fire into people's heads. Like, they're, they're peers. They're of the same political class. Even if they, you know, surface level, they don't really have any differences. But the ones they pretend... They they don't see you as their their community their peers you're just you're just you know a resource for them to manage so they can get what they want that there's really it's all that's all the same the political class is all just a compromised entity on its own oh, everything's yeah. just cosmetic it's like uh, you know they, that's the thing in Canada there's a great meme someone they say well we got to get the libs out we got to get the libs out the uh, liberals we got to get them out said, this is what it would look like if you did and it was a house of commons completely empty that's what getting the libs out would look like yeah getting rid of all of them then you think well I want to be healthier. I need to take better care of myself. I got to stop eating all this chocolate ice cream. I'm going to get strawberry ice cream because that's made out of strawberries, and that's so it's much better. Be good. <laughs> it's like, this is a cosmetic change at best. There's no, you know, it's still sugar. You're still going in. It's still going to make you sick. You know. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. The Western Collapse Report uh, from earlier ago here almost missed this one. Said uh, weightlifting, martial arts training, and firearm training should be every white man's priorities right now. While we're looking at that kind of footage, yes. Uh, we have one more here from uh, now. This is, uh, maybe next time says, "Who will look after all the invaders when they are the, the when they are in the nursing homes?" Well, then we would, we would have built the robots right at that point, <laughs> so we can just <laughs> everything will be automated at that point. Don't worry about yeah. it. Yeah, all the farms are being destroyed too. Like there's so many, there's so many things, there's so many icebergs in the water that to think we're not going to hit five of them is crazy. I know. Uh, so, of course, response from uh, authorities like uh, Mallorca, head of the uh, DHS, uh, Department of Homeland Security, is, please, please don't come, right? Ple- pleading oh, yeah. with migrants not to enter U.S. illegally. Let's, uh, let's play this one here. We are planning for the end of Title 42 in action. I met with Border Patrol agents. I have met with our extraordinary Office of Field Operations personnel of U.S. Customs and Border Protection. I met uh, with at Port Isabel with our Immigration and Customs Enforcement personnel, with local community leaders, law enforcement leaders, with nonprofit organizations as well. As Chief Chavez said, this requires a community response to a challenge to our communities. And that is indeed what we are bringing, a community response. It is no different across the entire region, across the entire Western Hemisphere. This is a regional challenge that requires regional solutions. It is not unique to the southern border of the United States, and I've spoken about oh, this is it not? before. <laughs> and therefore, what? 
three weeks ago, yeah. I was in Panama got the same to meet with our yeah. Panamanian and Colombian partners, and we agreed to surge enforcement operations to prevent individuals from entering the very dangerous and treacherous Derien at the hands of ruthless smugglers. See, the, this is so. There, the problem from their point of view is that you can't bring them all in in the most efficient safe way yeah. right you know that's the when they say there's a border crisis they mean we we can't process these people quickly enough right yeah. we have to let all these they're, millions now queuing yeah. up uh, here they're, they're just fundamentally wrong like they're just totally in the wrong like and so you've got the left wing and then the right the, the fake right wing well it, i use like a plane analogy like a 747 like well we're going south and, and we want to go north and then the right wing comes in and goes well we're going to adjust it four degrees to the right well now you're no you're just going southwest or southeast mm -hmm. you have to turn around entirely and go in the other direction they have these tiny tiny little timid kind of oh well, well, well we're going to do this and we're going to these are not solutions and then these are the people that cause the problem so now you're going to solve the problem you created through more, you know, uh, weak, impotent measures that are going to do absolutely nothing. Yeah. No, you need to be completely replaced, and people that uh, uh, have solutions are going to have to take over. And the worse it gets, the solutions are going to be more more drastic the worse the longer this goes on. Oh yeah, a absolutely. No, that's just it. They're, they're painting us into a corner here uh, of sorts. But I mean, we know that collapse is like part of the. That's part of the MO. That's how you can uh, create uh, new, a new world, right? You can just uh, rearrange everything, and we will we'll come in and offer you the security that's necessary right now. Yeah, you can't have any strong nation states, uh, especially a middle class, which keeps it strong. And then you know the United States is the main event. That's the that's the Super Bowl. That's where that goes yeah. down. That's it for everybody. So yeah. Yep, that's right. Uh, okay, we have one uh, from Western Collapse Report here. We could play it a little bit later. Apparently, that's some footage of Coach Red Pill being arrested by the SBU. I'll, I'll play it in a little bit. I'll queue that up. Thanks for sending that. that. The, that. the phase the is uh, SBU. That's a Russian, so I would assume it's because oh. he's in the eastern parts of Ukraine, and maybe then okay. Russian forces can go there. But anyway, I think SBU is Russia, isn't it? Anyway, uh, regardless, FSB is a Russian. KGB successor. I don't know. There's, I think let me let me see. I'm curious. Some angry guys in Cyrillic outfits. Oh no. Okay, it might be Ukraine. No, I think you're right, uh, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's Ukraine. Okay. For some. Yeah. Come. FB. No, FB. Is that what it is? FB. <laughs> Whatever. Fuck see, it. Russia's the FSB. FSB. Know. That's what it is. Yeah. I'm, some fucking thing yeah. with B. We know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> President Obunga. Thank you, sir. Not so, for based. Yeah. Exactly. B. Not for based. One problem is that when the migrants aren't violent when they are in fact peaceful and hardworking with uh, with actually counts for a lot of the migration we can't win over civnats on pure race preservation as you said even if they were actually uh, near surgeons rocket scientists etc uh, we have to preserve our race well that's why the priority has to be look they might be nice and there might be some good folks among them and that's fine but like but you you don't you, this is not your country <laughs> you don't belong here this is it's ours this is for us you know it's such a weak kind of cocked attitude. We're like, well, we yeah. need more. We need more people. It's like, well, why more can't workers. We do that? Bring down the we're, wages. Hurry. Yeah, you know? We're we're incapable of solving these problems. We can't produce our I own know. doctors and scientists. We yeah. don't. What are you talking about? Yeah. No, it's it's a it's a huge gay op to to replace us. That that's what it's about. It's really just that simple. They hate us and they want us gone. And that, and that's why this and, is and happening. And when you say it like that's a that's a dangerous alt right conspiracy theory. That's what, but if you're a leftist celebrating it, then it, yay, good for you. High fives and can't wait till white people are a minority and. Like, how can both things be, how can this be true, but that not be true? Right. It's just because of the people, it's, it's just because of what you're, you know, you're, how you're receiving it. If you don't like it, you're a bad guy. <laughs> so check this one out. It's funny. Uh, <clears throat> Potato in chief. <laughs> oh, 
Muslim, Muslim culture have been woven throughout American yes. culture from the very start. We must. Oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not sure what the is this for some. What is it? May first. He said this. Was there some Muslim holiday or something? I think or? he's talking about Muhammad Jefferson. <laughs> there, there you or, go. Or, uh, Malik Al Bubakar uh, uh, Adams. Oh my God. Is. We must <laughs> always stand against anti-Muslim hate. Why? And stand up for the rights and dignity of all people. Uh, what white people do? Yeah. Uh, I, I wish. I, I wish I could just like. Sorry, I sorry. I got. I got one question. Anti-Muslim hate. How many of those people have you bombed to death in the? I mean, <clears throat> that's pretty hateful, isn't it? Didn't we destroy like how many? What was it twenty countries? Millions of people dead. Yeah. But yeah, we gotta have a reason so they will come. So they will come to yeah. the West, right? Yeah. You sent us to go kill all these people, and now you want to bring them here. And yes, we're gonna hug each other. Yes, it's That's gonna nice. be very good. We're gonna be on good terms. It's gonna go great, <laughs> folks. You'll see. Uh, and then, of course, you have to. Yeah, then you immediately have to be. Uh, uh, kowtowing to these people, you have to say, "Oh well, you know, no, we, you're very important to us. You've, of course, been part of our very foundations, <laughs> the, the United Where? Muslim States when? of America." I, I don't know, but you know, people call it out. Long history of being a Somalian. I don't know, but they are. They're rewriting history right in front of us. Yes. They do all the time. I saw somebody yeah. shared. Uh, I shared on the page the uh, cultural Marxism was a uh, you know the 2014 Wikipedia definition. Oh yeah, now, I saw now that it's one. Yeah. Right, anti-Semitic conspiracy theory. Like before your <laughs> eyes, and and if you're somebody that just kind of came online the last couple of years, and someone mentions cultural Marxism, you look it up. That's what you see, and you know anybody using Wikipedia at this point is like. <laughs> Uh, yep. to be lied to. But I like that people are calling it out. A lot of people know. They they know what they're doing. Yeah. These these tricks are not working. You know, I mean, it, it might work on some people, but it's not going to work on all of us yeah. all the time. Like uh, what we were talking about before we started there, Griffin or Griffith, the guy there. Uh, like they, yeah, they G lie. G Edward Griffin. Yep. Yeah, and because they lie, it's possible to expose them. Like the yeah. truth is free. You don't have to. No, and it stands on its own. So that's like, and it's just you know, such they, they effort to keep to keep yes. the lie. It's an incredible effort, and it's just more yeah. and more and more. Yep. And that's and, why and we're at where we're at now. Like whole institution, multi million. Was that? Yeah, and it's gotten to the point where nothing makes sense, and everything's crazy because you've got lie on top of lie woven through a lie stacked with another lie yeah. on top of another. It's just crazy. It's like uh, if you had a football field that you had to just constantly pave with uh, cement. Sooner, like eventually, the, the cracks will form and the grass will grow. You got to pave it over again. You yeah. got to pave. It's just going to keep doing this for eventually. Yep. Like you're going to run out of cement before the grass stops growing. Like, and you wrong defeat nature, are and you? The, and the, the more you cement, the more of us will notice. You know what I mean? And and the more. Yep. You <laughs> yeah, I think you're just paving the cement. No, no, it was always like this. No, I remember there was cracks and the cracks are gone. And it nope, that didn't happen. You're you put them in the gulag. It's and that's why they're like you, you know they're pivoting now to like malinformation well 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 yeah. technically might be true but you're saying it for dishonest reasons you're, yeah, you're I do don't like you <laughs> you're doing it to drive uh, what's the word they're using uh, uh, well they have to save democracy right but it's it's to uh, cause division or right? there's another term they use uh, regularly yeah. um, it, it's it's like it's, it's basically bad because you're you're causing division blah 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 so we have therefore yeah well it's the noble lie isn't it in a way the, the noble lies it's just a never-ending we have to continue to lie even if we begin telling the truth about this little thing over here before we know it boom the whole thing is blown open and they can't deal with that I, 
And I think fighting it with confidence is is a is a real way forward. Uh, Trump was great at that, you know, regardless what people think about him. But he was not apologizing for, you know, he's just telling it like this is what it is, and you know, not, doesn't blink, doesn't slide. He's not like wavering, and you know, that's the that's kind of the kind of attitude people should take with this kind of thing because it's all it's psychological warfare, and yeah. it's the people that are observing this exchange that you're that you're that you need to be, you know, doing it for because they see these people telling obvious crazy lies, and if they can get you to the point where which they do. A lot of these fake, weak right wing people. Like, I don't know. It may be okay. Okay, trans women are women. Okay, that's not. That's no good. You need somebody that can stand there with both eyes open and their shoulders back and say, "No, you're a liar. This is not your ground." Yeah. And yeah. even even if they get they're going to take you down, don't don't go down on your knees begging in front of these people. No. You know what I mean? Like you can't. No. Don't degrade yourself. In, in it's that like kind of the, yeah, like at the end of a war, like they're going to execute you or something. Like yeah. this is this is how it's going to go. Like, oh, please, no, please, piss yeah. yourself. Like you're going away one way or the other. Like yeah. how do you want this? To, your last moments on earth to be this pathetic, and people are going to remember it that way. Yeah. Like, no, no. Nah. Make them make them make them look you in the eye. Exactly. Yep. Uh, Poor Town says, uh, "Do you think the perfect storm white people are facing is too perfect for it to be a to be pure chance? Are you kind of saying uh, that it's orchestrated, maybe in some kind of capacity?" To well, I, I think there's some truth if this is what you're getting at that they want to the the attacks on white people is, is so obvious and so absurd, and 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 on top of that, when you have a mainstream denying that those things are happening. You are making people angry, and, and and I think there's something to this idea that yes, perf- I think they want to drag people out of the woodwork, as we said before. Like they want to know, well, who's who would oppose uh, these things? Who would dare in a time like this, right? Uh, with all the shaming that's going on, who would dare to stand up and say that uh, what's happening is actually happening? And then they can, you know, they can monitor those people or whatever. Uh, but even if that was true. Uh, we have to call it out. You know what I mean? Uh, and that might not be what you're alluding to, Portens, but, but you know, but the, I see there are some people like that. Well, they want you to, uh, they want you to react, and so therefore, what you can't react, you can't uh, yeah. speak up against it. Th- that's another way they get our hands tied, right? Well, they yeah. want you to, uh, they want you to be angry about uh, the attacks on white people, so you can't be angry about the attacks on white people. Yeah. Really, I think that's, they want that's you to, no sense. They want you to- overreact i think from what i've been you know historically this is this exactly is old, pick it, up the gun do really, something you know like, poke. i'm not touching you i'm not touching you i'm not touching you you know until you freak out and they, and then you overreact and there's a lot of stuff they're doing is horrible and heinous but um they're trying to make you react because you know how it's going to be painted but it's almost like you got to thread the needle in such a way where it's like the you know the one in a million shot at the death star where it has to the timing has to be perfect and everything else has to line up you can't uh you know, give them what they want, and that—that that, that's what they're trying to uh, coax people into. They did, they did this to us in uh, in Ottawa, in Canada. They wanted the uh, the J six kind of event. They were there was agent provocateurs in the crowd. They were trying to get people to do things and trying to you know uh, piss people off and intentionally trying to get them. To, and nobody was buying it because we already saw what happened in the states and everybody knew. Yeah, and we were like, don't even throw a snowball. Don't even litter. Nothing. Give them absolutely nothing. And it went on for three weeks before they were like, all right, just enact martial law, beat the shit out of them with machine guns, and we'll just throw them in prison. And they acted like it was a terrorist attack that didn't have, you know, so a lot of people went, wait, what? Had there been a violent reaction, it would have been quite much more easier for the uh, the public to dismiss it as, oh, it was a bunch of crazy people. But because no one really did, it's still not flying. People are still yeah. trying to say, the government's still trying to say, oh, there's a violent, violent extremist. And every time they, you watch it on uh, Twitter and these news stories, all the comments are like, you people are out of your minds. Like, they've, they're, losing, they're losing the public and they're losing the plot. So 
and you know people are in jail and this kind of stuff's happening but it's like these are the sacrifices that people have to make to to move the ball down the field they're going to do this to people and if you react in the way that they want you to they're going to win yeah it's like fighting in a, a cage fight where like they can do anything they can bite you <clears throat> kick you he's got a knife too he's got a knife and he can do whatever he wants all you're allowed to do is use your left hand yeah or you're immediately disqualified yep. so it's like i know it's not fair but that's that's the game so yeah Yep. No. Exactly. No. I mean, we we gotta we gotta uh, you know deal deal with the 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 hand that we were given, so to speak. We have the, this is it is what it is. You know what I mean? And we, we're yeah. fighting. But again, I, I think I am encouraged on some level. It doesn't mean that the outcome always is going to be good or whatever. But I'm encouraged yeah. over the fact that they're reacting so strongly uh, on people just speaking openly about what they're doing, yeah. and it's and it's such an yeah. overreaction that the, this is not uh, a confident. Uh, elite th that we're opposing. They are capable, no. they're dangerous, they can do a lot of stuff, but yeah. they're trying to keep the lid on this thing and they're terrified yep. that it will blow open, and, you know? Yeah, I gotta take off here in uh, just a minute, but I, I no, wanna leave with No worries, uh, you got it, yep. Um, I was talking about this with, uh, yeah, Ferry, I stole his stole his gig here. He was supposed to do this, be at his work. <laughs> I said, well, I'm not Damn seven feet tall, but I'll try, I'm gonna sit on some books and try <laughs> to pretend to be him. And look for, but he said, it's like, it's like uh, and I've said this in my, you know, previously over the years, that th these are not their great-grandparents' generation of, the, like, the Rockefellers and the Rothschilds, like, these guys, like, ruthless murderers, like, they'd kill you themselves with their bare hands to get that railroad put in place, you know, these yeah. robber baron maniacs. They, we have the spoiled great-grandchildren of these people. I mean, look at Chelsea Clinton and Hunter Biden. They're literally smoking crack cocaine. Yeah. Um, they're not capable, you know, the, the same kind of people that, you know, came before. And the affair, he was like, it's basically King Joffrey from Game of Thrones. Like, that's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with an immature, petulant child that demands everything done his way immediately. And when it's not, it'll just you go great to, like... I can do whatever I want. I'll just do this and I'll just do that and with no regard to the greater picture of how this is going to be perceived by the public and the long-term effects of your behavior and so on. So they just keep uh, doing what they're doing and expecting that no one, there's never going to be any blowback or pushback, which of course is not correct. I mean, just read a book. Yeah. Absolutely. No, it is crazy. Yeah, we're going to let you go here in a little bit. I know you're starting up your show in a bit. Uh, RagingDissident.com. I thought, did you guys have a Diagonal website? It was a dot or it was just kind of an explanation of like the joke okay yeah because I was searching for that the the other day yeah, and I, was like, I can't find it anymore the, yeah the lap <laughs> yeah it's lapsed and it doesn't really doesn't, that we prevented at the time for like the Senate was like coming after us and they're like en enacting martial law and blaming us and I was like this is a this is ridiculous now yeah um and that that was originally where the you know the stuff all came from but now it's it's just uh, this is just the gang colors of the 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 wrong thinkers up here in Canada at this point so. <laughs> <laughs> It's crazy. Uh, well, hang in there, Rage, and everyone else uh, that the uh, Di Diagonal Plaid Army guys. Uh, love you guys, and uh, thank you for joining us, by the way. So, yeah, so give us some details where people can find your uh, stuff. Uh, what what channels would you like to give out? Where can they find you? Yeah, I mostly use Telegram, like everybody else has been banished from everything, but all, all of my social media links and stuff are on the website, ragingdistant.com, for any of your needs. Uh, yeah, I do the streams uh, usually three times a week, um, Podbean, Spotify, all that kind of stuff, and you can find me there. Uh, but yeah, the Telegram and the website, and uh, yeah, that's it. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure awesome. as always, and I you really bet. appreciate what you guys are doing there in the show, and I hope you and the and your wife, uh, Lana, and the kids are doing well. Very well. Thank you. Same to you, Jeremy. We'll speak, we'll speak to you later, okay? I appreciate it. Thank you. Take care. All right. There we go. So that's our guest. We're going to I'm going to wrap up with a couple of more stories here before we uh, wrap up today's uh, show. There's ample stuff we didn't get to yet here, of course, but uh, we'll, we'll touch on some of this here. Uh, one thing, of course, to look out for now uh, is the actually upcoming tomorrow. I think I mentioned it when we talked about it. Right. But we actually have a uh, coronation of uh, King. We used to be Prince Charles. Right. But King Charles. 
uh, starting tomorrow. I thought for some reason I thought it was in June, but it turns out it's uh, it's coming up here tomorrow. So look out for uh, you know your uh, I don't know what your uh, Egyptian uh, Babylonian Hebrew symbolism. There's always uh, stuff like that that we allowed at these kinds of things. Uh, I'm sure we'll be grandiose and all those kinds of things too, right? Uh, but it, it could be it could be interesting. Um, a lot of important people there, uh, and sometimes I think with these things, the most most you know kind of fun thing, if that's the right term to to look at, uh, is is the symbolism or or what they're trying to say. There's a there's always a sub subtextual you know uh, programming, if you will, that goes out in these kinds of events. So we'll, we'll we'll keep an eye on it. We'll see how it goes, and uh, maybe if it's worth it, we'll uh, we'll report on it a little bit later. Now the other thing, of course, we we talked about. Uh, is the the crazy laws to be passed in Canada, right? The censorship bill was passed, C-11, and then there's another one follow-up, as Jeremy said, to Bill C-261, which I haven't read up on yet, but apparently, uh, Jeremy said, this is basically like the the punitive arm of C-11. This is like they're going after us. He said, hate hate bias and hate propaganda and all this garbage, right? Uh, So that's something to look out for. And, And, I mean, a lot of countries are doing this now. Uh, we talked about Ireland uh, a while back. There are developments there as well. Uh, new bill to tackle hate crime, and one of these was, of course, only if you just if you had the content on your computer or device, you know, your cell phone, presumably. Uh, does that mean there's going to be regular checks that they have to scale? Like, how do they discover this, right? But it, that in itself was against the law. And then, as always with these things, well, what's the definition, right? What what what, what did they consider to be hateful? Uh, will the goalpost move? Yes, of course they will. They always do. But as it says here, the new legislation will criminalize any intentional or reckless communication or behavior that is likely to incite violence or hatred against a person or persons because they are associated with protected characteristic. So in other words, and we've said this before, not a white native Irish people, right? <laughs> Big surprise. Oh, so you're not going to uh, not going to uh, uh, protect white people? No, that's not what this is about. This is about using uh, so-called victim groups against the majority population uh, in order to punish them for trying to speak up against things like uh, replacement, for example, right? Um, the hate speech bill is currently with the uh, uh, Senate, as I pronounce that, um, here it can be amended, but not rejected. So it's only like beyond that. It's it's past the uh, <laughs> the uh, uh, stage of that, unfortunately. Uh, th- so th- th- this house doesn't have the power to do so. However, senators do have the authority to remove sections pertaining to speech, effectively making this bill solely about so-called hate crime. I thought that was a crime already. I mean, either, either it's a crime or it's not. To add this charge of like, well, this is, you see, this is a hate crime. Therefore, it's more, you know, it's, it's even worse. You're going to be in prison longer for this is, is absurd, right? Uh, but we know why they're doing this. We know that they're using this against us in order to stop us from fighting back. And that's how it will be used. So you have Canada, you have Ireland, you have uh, changes happening in the EU. Uh, you essentially have changes all over the West. And in fact, one of the guys that were behind the, the Twitter files together with uh, Matt Taibbi, uh, Michael Schellenberger uh, did a short video on this recently, which I think is good, summarizes the situation a little bit, uh, and especially how bad it is in the EU overall. Listen to this here. Over the last few months, my colleagues and I have documented the emergence of a censorship industrial complex, which has censored ordinary Americans online. 
But until a few days ago, we did not understand that governments around the world were on the cusp of imposing what can only be described as a totalitarian system to end freedom of speech as we know it. The European Union in particular is seeking sweeping new powers to regulate social media companies. Because of its economic power and its global influence, the EU may change how social media companies operate worldwide. Under the EU's Digital Services Act, large tech companies must share their data with so-called vetted researchers from nonprofits and academia, which would then cede content moderation to NGOs and, and their state sponsors. But the attacks are also underway in the US. The so-called Restrict Act, which is sponsored by Senator Mark Warner of Virginia, threatens a 20-year prison sentence or $250,000 fine to anyone who accesses blacklisted websites through a so-called virtual private network. Totally which are reasonable. ways to create private connections between computers or phones and the internet. Also, in Ireland, the government may soon be able to imprison citizens simply for possessing material that officials describe as hateful. In Canada, a state agency can filter and manipulate what Canadians see online. In Australia, a single government official can compel social media companies to remove posts. There has been no moment similar to this one in the roughly 30 years of widespread public internet usage in Western societies. Officials have introduced these policies mostly in the dead of night with little publicity or outcry. There's been a virtual blackout of what's happening by mainstream news media companies, with many of them appearing to support the new laws. We are thus witnessing the emergence of a governmental apparatus with the power to control the information environment in ways that determine what people believe to be true and what they believe to be false. All right, there we go. Public.substack.com, and maybe that's uh, Michael Schellenberger's uh, source there, I'm not sure. Uh, you know, speaking about you know crimes and stuff like that, you, you can I think you can make a case for like oh should drugs be criminalized blah 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 kind of thing, uh, but uh, and I think frankly I think it should be most of them should be because it's like this is no good people wreck their lives doing this. There's got to be at least like a, a punitive you know sense of this like the young people know that there will be consequences if you if you go down this right and you use these you know tremendously destructive. Uh, drugs, right? I mean, you could argue the same for pornography, right? This is actually a, a health uh, hazard, essentially, right? Specifically for for young males. Uh, but it's, speaking to that, then, considering like what is a crime and what isn't, how that's changing, right? If you have actual criminals now in jail, the leftists are up, you're basically saying we got to let them all out, right? But if you commit a hate crime, if you say the wrong thing on the internet, well, then you should be in prison. So speaking to that, uh, another place in Canada, Vancouver, uh, are now openly offering. Schedule one drugs uh, in broad daylight without any consequences. We're talking about cocaine, heroin, crack, crystal meth. Uh, no one from the city or the police are apparently doing anything about this. It was a, a post that Jeremy shared earlier. Uh, so they're okay. What is this? This store no longer exists as the owner has been arrested for unsurprising selling drugs. Okay. <laughs> okay. Regardless, <clears throat> that's that's. I'm glad to hear that. What what was the date on this? May fourth. Okay. So so okay. Good. Something did happen. The point is, nothing had happened when they had to sign up, <laughs> right? You, they're more more interested in going after people using words than doing actual crimes, as we've said, right? Okay, so he was arrested. Good for them for doing that. Uh, what does it say? Operating a mobile hard drug store in Vancouver. So how long was it up then? That's a big question. Was it up for a week? Was it up for the day? Um, 
The rest of them are operating a storefront selling illicit drugs, including cocaine, heroin, methamphetamine, and MDMA. Drug user advocate Jerry Martin opened the shop based out of a mobile trailer Wednesday evening in the city's downtown east side. I'm glad that guy caught that right away. This looks like some independent reporter here. Maybe this is a guy, Aaron Gunn. Um, the drugstore was selling drugs tested for fentanyl in order to provide safe supply and reduced overdoses. And, and again, this is not like a rare event. I mean, they're doing what they're giving away free drugs now in like San Francisco and some of these other big cities, right? That this is what they're doing. I think it was Canada had a program like this too. Just like, just let's just hand out all the drugs that they want. Uh, so Wednesday, so this is fourth then, so yesterday. So yeah, so about, a, man, what, 24 hours or so it was open? Yeah, there you go. Okay, well, at least he, at least it was, uh, at least he was arrested. But uh, holy shit, this is, uh, th that's the trends where it's coming. Now, I mentioned earlier, we didn't have time to cover that with Jeremy, but it's a very important story uh, underlying why they want you unhealthy. Yes, we know they want you uh, dumb and overweight and, and confused and all these things, right? Uh, but just the aspect of unhealthy in and of itself was an interesting study that Tulatar linked up here. Healthy children are 30% more likely to become right-wing adults. See how this works? From very poor to excellent childhood health, the probability of adult conservative ideology monotonically increases and liberal ideology monotonically decreases. I've pulled out a couple of paragraphs here, for, or a couple of lines rather, uh, from the uh, study, I guess, that, or the paper, the National Library of Medicine, the relationship between health and political ideology begins in childhood. This is from uh, uh, September 2022. Uh, but check out this here. The lines, it's interesting. Since childhood health promotes academic aptitude, healthy children may demonstrate liberal ideology in adulthood. However, if you read on here a little bit further down, Healthy children are more likely than unhealthy children to exhibit vigor, meaning high energy, in adolescence. And vigor aligns, this is like no, no shitisms this here, right? But there's a line of, uh, a train of thought here. And vigor aligns with conservatives' higher propensity towards happiness, life satisfaction, and meaning, and purpose in life. Fa fascinating. You, you're telling me the, the ideology that's being railroaded wall to wall in mainstream media and... Uh, by politicians and, and the culture, you know, the cultural uh, environments uh, is actually leading to uh, miserable people that are unhealthy, unhappy uh, and lack meaning. Isn't that fascinating? Thus, through vigor, healthy children may demonstrate conservative ideology in adulthood. Isn't that fascinating? That's why they want you sick. <laughs> it's really that simple. They, they, they hate you. Uh, they hate us and they want us gone. Uh, and if you and if you're not going to be gone, right? You, you have to be a tool for them. You have to be someone who you know underlines their ideology and help to spread this this virus. Essentially, um, let me do this one. I had it in the titles. We have to cover what happened in Serbia because I think it's a. Um, I mean, it could be a, it could be a gay op. Uh, it could, of course, be uh, organic as well. It could be totally uh, uh, and and. You know, an actual event. Uh, I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I'm saying it might not be anything deeper, uh, a darker conspiracy behind it. it. Might not be a false flag. It could just be uh, a kid who actually shot up a school, which is, of course, uh, you know, bad news. Uh, but the Serbian leader have, of course, then vowed to disarm the entire country after two back-to-back -back, uh, shootings, and we'll look at those in a moment here. This, this has happened in a number of countries now, and that this is never a good idea. Uh, President 
of Serbia, Aleksandar Vucic, vowed on Friday to launch a large-scale disarmament plan to remove hundreds of thousands of guns from the country following two mass shootings in less than 48 hours. That, that's what kind of makes it a little bit suspicious, right? That you have largely nothing. I can't remember if I've ever heard of a mass shooting in Serbia. And then within 48 hours, you have two back-to-back. And then the, 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 count, the, the, the action, right? The reaction, right? That comes immediately. It's like, well, well, that's it. We have to disarm the entire country. The back-to-back shootings have left Serbians horrified, and Vucic said that both registered and illegal arms will be seized in a crackdown that will be an almost complete disarming of Serbia. Mm-mm, no good. This is an attack on our entire country, and every citizen feels it, said Vucic during a national address. Vucic's pledge came just hours after police arrested a man suspected of killing eight people and wounding at least 14 others in the second mass shooting this week uh, after an overnight manhunt. The latest inc- incidents began around midnight near uh, Mlendovac, about 60 kilometers south of the capital Belgrade. When a 24, I've been there. It's a lovely, lovely city. I like that they kept the bombed-out buildings uh, from from uh, you know the campaign that uh, NATO and America had as well. Always has that kind of like reminder, you know what I mean? Uh, the, what they will get if they side with that side, right? When a 21-year-old gunman armed with an automatic weapon opened fire from a moving vehicle, according to state-run RTS television, a shooting spree across uh, three separate villages in the area. So let's check out the, uh, uh, I think it was CNN had a little bit on this here. School shooting has rocked Serbia. Here's what we know. Let's check this out. Shooting in Serbia's capital, Belgrade, has left eight children and a security guard dead. Serbian officials say the alleged shooter is a 14-year-old student He's now in custody. According to the Interior Ministry, another seven people are hospitalised. Scott McLean, uh, following all these developments for us, uh, what happened here? It's not sort of story we hear from Serbia. For Let's disarm the Serbs. Especially not from this school, which is in an upscale part of Belgrade, one of the most famous schools in the city. But we know that this happened around 8.40 in the morning, according to the authorities. Police, there was a, obviously a massive police response when this 14-year-old boy walked into this school with two pistols, a nine millimeter and a smaller gauge pistol and started. Is there a uh, is there a trans manifesto anywhere? Hmm? Shooting police also said that he had four Molotov cocktails with him. When police got to him, he was actually in the schoolyard. So what we know about injuries right now is that there were nine killed, eight of them kids, one a security guard. There are seven people injured, six of them children, one of them a teacher, a 53-year-old, we understand, Hmm. uh, suffering from gunshot wounds to her stomach and her hands as well. There is also one girl uh, that at last word was undergoing life-threatening surgery inside of the hospital. Um, as I said, this is a 14-year-old boy. So seventh grade, there was a picture of him coming out of the school. They're, they've only identified him thus far by his initials, KK. He had a jacket over his head, uh, skinny jeans KKK on, did it, an unmarked folks. police car and, and was taken away. Shortly after that, we also saw students. Or at some point, we saw students also coming out. Some of them were quite visibly distraught as they were coming out of the school. One girl was in tears. Uh, a mother told uh, our local affiliate there that her daughter is frankly in shock. She cannot get her to calm down right now. There's a press conference happening right now with with authorities uh, from government and from police, and police have described this as something that was being planned for more than a month now. They said that the shooter had hmm. a plan uh, as to which specific classrooms to go to. Apparently the history mm-hmm. one was chosen because it was near to the door. 
which specific students to go after. And so this seems like something is pre-planned. One official blamed the influence of internet video games so far yeah. as sort of an initial cause. Uh, um, here we go. The gun came from where and how common are guns there? Yeah, so yeah, so here's, here, here it is, right? <clears throat> there is weapon there specifically since the 90s. He, he'll go through that here, right? Uh, the answer to this is yes, it happens, you know, kind of thing. But the answer is you have armed, you have armed people at the school that knows what they are doing and can stop people. It's much more important that the overall population are able to defend themselves against whatever the threat is, whether it's internal from the government, whether it's from other people that have guns, or whatever. Uh, the criminals will always get their hands on guns. Look at look at Sweden, for example, right? I mean, we have one of the highest mass or gun violence, a mass shootings, because there's a specific you know legal definition for what is a mass shooting. But it's one of the highest countries with the most shootings in Europe. And it's very restrictive on the gun front, right? Uh, I think he, it's similar to what he says in Serbia. You have to have a, a hunting license. You have to prove these things to the government, blah, blah, blah. Basically, it's the Swedes that are disarmed while criminal migrant gangs can have super easy access to these weapons, right? They, they're float around on the black market, etc. We become defenseless. Is it shitty that, that uh, uh, people died? Yes, but the response is not to disarm the entire country. Let's listen to what he says here. Actually, uh, or the initial report at least, is that these are guns that were taken by this 14-year-old student from his father. So guns are not nearly as common in Serbia as they are in, say, the United States, which is why you don't hear this kind of thing from Serbia. It's also a very small country. Um, but there are also strict gun laws. You, In order to get one, you can only get a semi-automatic. Automatic guns are banned. But in order to get one, you basically have to go through a medical exam. You have to go through the background check. You have to have a reason to have one, like sport hunting or a, a good reason to feel like you're under threat. And you also have to do a, a training course. There's also lots of guns, though, left, or, left around from the Civil uh, War back in the 90s. And so one estimate from 2018 suggested that Serbia actually per 100 people had the third highest rates mm. of civilian guns floating around there. Oh, there the number is, is uh, 39 per 100 people. But just for comparison's sake, the U.S. number is 120 guns per 100 people. Good. So, so that's the reason, right? They, they, of course, I'm surprised that they even have a country in the EU that has that amount of, of, of weapons, to be honest. And I think that's the reason. Even if, even if this precise, these two back-to-back -back mass shootings within 48 hours, which is highly suspicious, isn't some kind of false flag or gay op, whatever, psyop, uh, it's obviously that they're using this and that we're just waiting for that opportunity. Well, there you go, considering the president's response, which is basically like, not even like trying to skirt around the issue, like, I will disarm the entire country. That's kind of language he used. Oh. Obviously, not nearly as common, but one of the more common places to find guns, certainly in Europe and, and the world. Okay, Scott, thank you. Uh All right, there we go. That's that story. Uh, so sad news for Serbia. Um, again, uh, they had they have reason to use it, um, well, to have it as well, considering the history there, right? Considering how they were targeted. Uh, you know, that history is upside down, as so much of the history is. Uh, it's actually Serbia defending themselves. Uh, against aggression, but uh, the history books have, have turned that on its head and saying, oh, Serbia attacked all these Muslims for no reason. We know what the we know what the rest of that story is. And that's America and NATO moving in and bombing a Christian white European country in favor of the uh, Muslim alliance that stood up against them, essentially. And I mean, the, 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 the even was a Mujahideen that was sent there to the country. We've, we've talked about this many times. Uh, but so anyway, there's a reason there. We're like, we, there needs to be 
um, arms in the country to be able to defend themselves from a, from a possible future scenario just like that. Uh, if you don't have the arms, you're essentially defenseless, right? So that's what I think this is about. Uh, AP covered this as well. Eight fatally shot in Serbia town a, a day after nine killed at school. Uh, and once again, the, the Serbian leader have vowed to disarm the entire country. Not good stuff here, folks. Not good stuff. Um, all right. Maybe we'll end on this one. So we're in that region, maybe on the, the Wagner story. There's some other stuff. I think we'll, we'll have to we'll, we'll take some of these uh, for Western Warrior coming up here the week over the weekend. Uh, but there's a lot of interesting things. We have, we have an update on the Epstein thing as well, by the way. I am going to get uh, Ryan Dawson back on. He, he's very he's well versed on the Epstein stuff to talk about this because it's the um, Wall Street Journal. We talked about it in the latest Western Warrior, the first kind of part one that the Wall Street Journal released from this. Uh, and now part two is out, uh, kind of detailing, you know, his his ties, his elite ties to to a lot of these people, right? Uh, Ehud Barak, Woody uh, Allen, uh, it was Larry Summers, right? The uh, uh, former was a deputy head of the Treasury, I think it was. I forget what his position. He was prominent within like a bunch of banks and shit like that in the financial sector. After that, of course, uh, but also there was a, a story about how uh, from one, I forget his name now one guy who supposedly had more kind of insight on the situation uh, who claimed that a lot of Bill Gates's money and finances were handled by Epstein and of course we know that they met several times as allegedly one of the reasons why his uh, wife Melinda left him right uh, was over the, the Epstein thing and his reactions have been very strange to this too remember oh he's dead now <laughs> laughing fucking nerd uh, all right so anyway, what we'll do is we'll go through this in more detail as this comes out and we might do it with uh, Ryan Dawson, if you can come on here on somewhat short notice, maybe next week, uh, line that up for you guys because it's uh, it's interesting and it's important. Uh, there's always this kind of little, you know, potential red flag with so-called leaked stuff, which is always like, oh, is this designed to set up a a, a diversion of sorts, whatever, right? I, I mean, preferably we would just have gotten um, declassified uh, court records, essentially, when these court cases were were, were happening, essentially, right? Uh, but anyway, we'll go, we'll go through it in more detail. That's an interesting story, to be honest. Oh, speaking of Russia, then, let's show that uh, clip that uh, uh, Western Collapse Report had. This is apparently, I haven't seen this before. Uh, this is apparently Coach Red Pill, Gonzalo Lira, being arrested by SBU. Check this out. He went through this once already, didn't he? So this is the most recent one then, uh, as opposed to... As opposed to the... Uh, a, a new one? Or, or the first one, right? Because he already did this. Or maybe this is just the footage from when he was arrested the first time. Alright, and there it is. All right, well, thank you for sending that. Western Report, I don't know the details. When was this posted? Is it today? Where's the date on this thing? Um, May 5th, 2023. Well, maybe that's uh, maybe that's a recent footage of that then. Uh, so, yeah, we know at least he's been through that already once, right? And apparently he came out. As far as I understood it, he was kind of obviously it was, it was shook up by that. Um, and if I remember correctly, it was he said that there were some things that like shouldn't be said, right? Or like you can't you can't just you know, blabber about anything. Maybe he's continued to do that. I haven't followed every one of his videos since, of course. 
but yeah, I mean, if you're going to be in Ukraine and talk shit about Ukraine, by, by, <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying it's, it's wrong what he said, everything, but I'm saying it's kind of dumb to do it when he's there and the country's at war, you know what I mean? Uh, but anyway, so, so that's, uh, that's what he did. Uh, all right, last one here. Check this out here. Wagner, we, we'll end on uh, the war in uh, Ukraine. Uh, the Wagner troops have, of course, been very important uh, to um, take certain regions, specifically Bakhmut, right, the the, the city, which uh, they have said it's gone back and forth. Ukraine said, ah, it's not that important, but then they just, like, pour resources on it. Uh, Russia's done the same. Tons of Wagner troops here to try to gain the, the city because uh, it's a vital uh, position here in the uh, battlefield for for supply lines and things like this, especially to to Crimea and stuff like that. For us, understand the situation, uh, so it has been important. So the Wagner Group has been kind of the the, the top of the line fighters for Russia here to uh, to be able to pull some of these things off. But uh, now there's trouble in paradise, and there apparently is infighting between the Wagner Group and Russia's defense ministry. A uh, couple of shows back in the Western Warrior show, uh, I talked about how the head of the Wagner group, uh, Yevgeny uh, Prigozhin, had basically said that we should end the war, right? Like we, we've we achieved what we wanted to achieve. We mostly have control over those eastern parts of Ukraine. Uh, we should just kind of set up our defenses there and, 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 and end the war, which was an interesting comment. Uh, but now they have apparently, which is very strange from Russia's point of view, um, they're not supplying them with ammunition. The infighting between Wagner Group mercenary firm and Russia's defense ministry has come to a head. As on Friday, Wagner chief Yevgeny Prigozhin declared he's withdrawing his forces from Bakhmut on May 10th, so five days from now, uh, because of lack of ammunition. He's issued fierce complaints for weeks that ammunition is being withheld from the military chain of command as internal tensions have exploded into public view. I declare on behalf of the Wagner fighters, on behalf of the Wagner command, that on May 10th, 2023, we are obliged to transfer positions into the settlements of Bakhmut to units of the Defense Ministry and withdraw the remains of Wagner to logistics camps to lick our wounds, he said in a statement. I'm withdrawing Wagner PMC units because without ammunition they are doomed to a senseless death. He continued, asserting that his firm had fallen out of favor with envious near-military bureaucrats. It, it, wouldn't, it would be over something like that, I, I assume, right? You think it's always like you know, reason or uh, uh, like logic behind some decisions. You think, well, well, uh, uh, Russia looks better than the... Uh, yes, we have insane people in the West, but, but Russia, they, they probably know, you know a little bit more what they're doing. They're, maybe their reasons are a little bit more well-founded. Nope, uh, I guess I, if this is true... I guess not. Then it's like some petty infighting. Unless, of course, the Wagner Group has something to uh, to hide or, or something else is going on that we haven't figured out yet. Um, petty infighting. Really? Is this really what you want to do at this point? Uh, the day prior to this, he issued a separate dramatic battlefield video on Telegram declaring, We are lacking 70% of the needed ammunition. This clip is dramatic and disturbing as it shows Prigozhin standing over dozens of his fighters killed on the Ukrainian battlefield. I think I saw, saw that uh, in passing, actually. Uh, while blaming their deaths on lack of adequate support. In the video, he expressed, uh, expressly calls out the defense minister and chief of the armed forces, uh, Shigoyu, I think, wasn't he? I think one of them were fired recently. Who the hell was that? I forget uh, w which position he had. Um, also, uh, Gar Garazimov, where 
is the ammunition, says Prigozhin in the clip. The blood is still fresh, he says, of bodies around him. They came here as volunteers and are dying so you can sit like fat cats in your luxury offices. It is by far the most scathing attack on the regular chain of command, as well as unsupportive politicians at home, launched by the Wagner chief, following weeks of public verbal denunciations and even warnings to take the matter directly to Putin, who is no doubtly aware of the spat. That's right, Putin. Remember this? We got a fight. Who are we fighting? Putin! That's right. Uh, all right. I think there's a clip there too. I guess we can uh, let's include that real quick. Here's the statement. Is it translated? It probably isn't. Oh, it is. Okay. Let's check it out. Last thing we do here today. Hmm, I'm not following that. Probably some backstory there. I know, I know Wagner is in Africa, right? We, we covered that too. They have like, uh, they have black, uh, black uh, people joining them. They're doing a bunch of operations in Africa. Now, like the Daily Bee said, this is because they're like, they're taking over gold mines and stuff. And maybe there's truth to this. But obviously, we have a lot of Chinese presence there. It's a kind of a neo-colonialist effort, right? Like, we'll build. This is where the, uh, the, the it's all so tiresome meme comes from. Essentially, you have Chinese people there trying to work and help these Africans. While, of course, they're getting uh, China. That is something out of the situation in terms of resources as well. Well, we'll build a, um, we'll build a school for you. And we'll help you with the infrastructure to, uh, to tap this mine or whatever. You know, things like that. Um, but apparently there's uh, Wagner activity that's led to the death of some Chinese uh, people there, is, there are in Africa. And they were talking about that there could potentially be an issue of tensions between uh, Xi and Putin for this re- re- reason. Nothing has come out of it, it, it seems. But um, he's probably alluding to something, uh, to some African campaign or something. Uh, but 1912, that's, uh, that's some time ago. Maybe they're uh, <clears throat> maybe the Wagner group or time travelers. I'm not sure what's going on. It's got to be 2022, right? Someone, someone didn't translate this right. Заняли линию фронта более 130 километров и сдержали натиск противника. А 8 октября 22 года для того, чтобы дать армии передышку, для того, чтобы стянуть все силы на себя, жертвуя своими жизнями, начали операцию «Бахмутская мясорубка». В этой «Бахмутской мясорубке» And this is what's so insane too, right? Because of course you have uh, tons of uh, Ukrainian men dying, specifically in Bakhmut. I think it was uh, life expectancy, right? If you're sent to the front lines in in, uh, those kinds of areas like Bakhmut, it's like four hours. Showed you the uh, report on that a while ago. 
Um, it is a meat grinder. It is completely senseless. I've said it many times. I think these parties need to sit down at the table. Uh, the war needs to end immediately. And we should get back to uh, good terms on uh, w with Russia and, and, you know, have access to their energy, buy their energy sources and these kinds of things. Um, I think the West is shooting itself in the foot. Uh, look, Russia have their own objective and all that stuff. And, and yes, it's about the multipolar world order. They went on Eurasia, you know, China, uh, Russia alliance, you know, siding over on that side versus the, the, the West NATO G7 countries and stuff like that. Uh, but this is uh, this is check um, chess pieces by, by globalists playing here, basically. Um, and and uh, Russia is partially playing a, a role in that too, but uh, at least initially, I thought that they were a little bit more, uh, a little bit more reasonable than the West. But there's also things that have happened since then uh, that suggests that it's not entirely true. And and if this is true too, like if you withhold ammunition for some fucking spite or whatever the the reason is, uh, totally retarded and, and idiotic. But it is what it is. We'll see what happens. You know, they're going to do apparently some spring offensive and stuff, right? And that was even the question whether those Pentagon leaked documents was to throw off uh, Russia, you know, things like that. Uh, so it's just, uh, it's, it's a gay op wrapped in a psyop wrapped in a false flag uh, when it comes to war, ever confusing. All right, guys, we're going to start uh, wrapping up right there. Thank you for joining us today. We appreciate all of you. Uh, it's good to have you here. It was a good show. Thank you to Jeremy as well for joining us. Uh, we are going to be back with uh, Western Warrior next. You can watch that, of course. As always, at RedHatsMembers.com, you can watch it as a member on Odyssey. Uh, and you can also sign up if you want to prefer that method uh, through Subscribestar. Uh, if you sign up on Subscribestar, always send us a uh, DM or an email. You can do that too. Uh, but a DM, DM, let us know what username you have on RedHatsMembers.com uh, and we'll activate uh, your account. Um, thank you as well, of course, to our executive producers today. I finally made it a little new. Let's, let's check that one out here. We have Angry White Soccer Mom, Chalky Milk, Dilbob, Francis Parker Yaki, French 47. We have Good Luck Lap, Jake, JP, Joseph Hart, Last Place Simp, Mark Smith, Mongoose, No One Jeebs, Operation Werewolf. Also, shout out to President Bunga. Thank you. We saw you in chat today. Purple Haze, Red Pill Rundown, Resin Revolt. We also have the Second Wanderer. Good to see you in chat as well. The Ride Never Ends, T. Lothrop Stoddard, V. Miller, and also William Fox. Thank you guys. We appreciate you. We also have our uh, producers here today. Mr. Walker 696, Yuan Son, Leroy Dumont, Snark, Pup, Eyes Open, Mr. Lemry, you're a new, Obadiah Hexwell, Single Action Army, and George Porge. Thank you guys. We appreciate you. If you want a little shout out at the end of the show, consider getting an executive producer uh, or a producer tier. Uh, you can get that at Odyssey or Subscribe Store uh, or at Red Eyes Members. Dot com. And by the way, if you want, to, want me to change, I, I threw in those nice little uh, rock carving uh, uh, <laughs> images for you guys. Some of you had already sent me uh, some actual images as well. But uh, if you uh, if you have your name there and you actually want me to replace that with another image, read us at protomail.com. Uh, send that to us and I'll swap that out as well for you. Uh, but hopefully you enjoyed those uh, wonderful Nordic, uh, early Nordic uh, Bronze Age uh, rock uh, carvings uh, for us there. Okay, so guys, uh, thank you again. Let me double check, make sure we're caught up here before we wrap up. I think we are. We have a couple of more here on Odyssey. Let's take those real quick. Um, Western Collapse Report says, um, 
I mean, I'm not saying the Irish could get arms from the U.S. Was this from previous? No, I don't think so. Uh, get arms from uh, from us, I think it is, in America. Uh, but they could, they could totally, in Minecraft, get arms from us to free themselves. So Ireland, yeah. I mean, most, most Western countries need to be essentially arm themselves, considering how bad the state is, right? Uh, we need to go in the opposite direction. What kind of, wasn't there one country that... Decide. I mean, Switzerland have always been good, but I thought there was another country. It escapes me now. Um, they were like going in the opposite direction. It's like, yeah, we're going to make it easier for. Maybe it was a non-Western. I wouldn't be surprised. It's probably a non-Western country. But anyway, um, that's. I mean, if if we had good politicians in place, that's what they would do. They, like they would look around and say, like, all right, shit, things are going south. Uh, let's be, let's increase our ability to defend ourselves, right? Uh, Western art, uh, Western Co collapse report again here says uh, cover the arrest of Gonzalo Lira, please. It's not about promoting me. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want them to kill Coach. Um, yeah, I haven't checked his uh, Telegram in a while. Uh, I'll see if there's something there. But uh, yeah, so that's the clip we played. Um, if that's the latest one, I think probably that is the latest one then. Um, but yeah, no, we'll we'll, uh, we'll cover it in some capacity too. We'll keep up with it and see if we can get any actual, you know, correct details out because that's always very hard about these kinds of things. Uh, thank you, Western Collapse. Appreciate that. One more here from Mr. Wright. Um, Odyssey locking minimum video quality to 1080p on streaming is wrecking havoc for us out in the wilderness. Uh, who can handle 70 uh, 720p and 480p before buffering is upon us? Buffering hell is upon us. Locking minimum video quality to 1000 is okay. So I can change that on my end. I think I recently upgraded. So you're telling me they're not probably doing live transcoding to offer smaller amounts. Uh, I can change that. It's not a problem, to be honest. Uh, I just figured, you know, let's up the quality for the live streams a little bit and increase that. Uh, I can go go down to 70, 70, uh, 720p if that's better. If that's what you have in mind, Mr. Wright, we could try that and see if it's any better. I've, it's been back and forth. I've heard, you know, complaints like, ah, oh, it sucks. We can't, you know, it's, it's not good. And then it, it seems seems to be decent for a while. Uh, it's just been a little bit dodgy, a little bit back and forth. But, uh, yeah, if you have any issues, guys, let me know. And if a stream, uh, if the outgoing stream from our end would be 720 and that would consequently work better for you, let us know. Because we don't have a problem doing that. If people prefer a high quality one, they could go to... Uh, Rumble, or they can go to any of the other sites that we uh, live stream to. All right. Thank you, guys. Once again, we appreciate your support, everybody. Um, much love to all of you. Have a great uh, start here to your uh, weekend, uh, or I guess you're, you're deep into it if you're down under already over, over in Europe as well. You guys are heading into Saturday already. But uh, yeah, no, we'll be back with more soon. Thank you, guys. Western Warrior coming up next. Stay tuned for that. Thank you to Jeremy again for joining us. Uh, we appreciate you guys. We'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you for watching. Go to redicemembers.com and sign up for our exclusive members content. Don't miss our latest shows, interviews, and other videos only for subscribers. You can also become a member by signing up at subscribestar.com forward slash redice. Get full access and help support our work. See you on the other side.